Good morning, everybody. It is 844. I'm excited. We got Dr. Aaron Chapa here in studio. And I uh, I opened up my iPad, right? I got an iPad right here. It's pretty convenient, especially when you're streaming on social media and, on, and we're on Facebook today, like every day. But I noticed that there was an advertisement for a local taco place. It's not local. It's actually a chain. But they have them here. And they're using something called Beyond Meat. And if you've seen something called Beyond Meat, I guess let me know in the comments because it looks delicious. And I'm a big fan of tacos, obviously, Dr. Chapa. You know this. <laughs> like, There's a taco, taco thing Tuesday. going on. Yeah. So we're looking at this. And so we pulled up the beyondmeat.com uh, website. So they make something called a Beyond Burger. Uh, it's plant-based patties. And this seems like it's a better option than, uh, I guess, if someone's trying to live like a, a plant-based lifestyle you know, what are your thoughts? Have you pulled up any th- information about it? So it's interesting that you bring it up and it popped in your box this morning. By the way, this it, is Dr. Aaron Chapa. Great to have everybody. But here's what I noticed. Um, yesterday, I'm on the, or actually, I be- maybe it was Friday morning, I was on the treadmill at the all- at the gym, and I see this, I don't actually watch the TVs, but they have the little, like, subcaptions running. And um, and so, you know, I've got a lot of things that I'm doing while on a treadmill I'm not or an elliptical machine or a stair-stepper thing. I'm not just idly doing stuff. So for me to catch it, I was just I just caught it. And what it was was the they were manufacturing like some sort of specialty meat. And I meant to look into it, but they're manufacturing meat in, in labs that are supposed to taste like beef. And um, and it's kind of like, wow. So here we go again. We're trying to create, uh, you know, an alternative to to you food. know food and uh, and manufacture stuff. And I'm thinking to myself, this isn't probably good, you know, because it's not something that grows out of the ground, walked at some point in time, uh, or flew in the air or swam in the sea. And and that's what gets us in trouble a lot of times. So I'm always cautious. It looks good though, because it says 20 grams of plant protein. So they're manufacturing, you know. It's plants. That's good, right? No GMOs. GMOs are bad. No soy which or gluten. Which means genetically modified organism, just so okay. you want to know, which means that they have chemically altered the seed. That's what GMO is, chemically altering the seed from what it was. So it says they didn't do that. Correct. That's, so that's a good thing. And then it says no soy or gluten, which some people have gluten intolerances. And, you know, we don't generally, I don't, I don't like soy that much either. And a lot of people, it doesn't work for them. And then it's kosher. Yeah. So And it looks delicious. I mean- you know, and, and then they even throw in the, uh, the the magic words. It's got coconut oil and MCT oil in it and stuff like that, which is so good for the brain. But if you dig a little deeper, <clears throat> what you see is they also have in the parentheses, con, you know, expeller pressed canola oil. And when you have expeller pressed canola oil along with these other healthy fats, um, what winds up happening is they they tend to put more of the canola oil, less of the good, you know, quality fat. And um, and then a lot of times they buy you know the the type of oil that's in season uh, or that they can get abundance of. So it could be like ninety five percent canola oil, which is con oil, not healthy, um, mixed with five percent you know good oil, and um, mm. and they can still market it as such. And that's a little bit misleading and uh, can still create some challenge for the liver. Good morning. This is KHEA Radio. It's 8.40 a.m. We got Dr. Aaron Chapa here in studio. We were touching a little bit on this uh, Beyond Meat. It's a it's a meat substitute. And, and Dr. Chapa, can you introduce yourself, let everybody know, you know what you do, and then maybe let everybody on our FM audience kind of know what we were talking about behind the scenes. Yeah, absolutely. So this is Living Well Clinical Nutrition Center. 
teaming up with KHE Radio 99.5 FM. We're so glad that you're tuning in. This is Dr. Aaron Chapa, and uh, Guardian and I are just in here chatting. He got a, like a, just, you know how you open up your box in the morning and you see the first thing that pops up and you know, being you know the taco lover that Gardy is, I think it since you were here too. I mean, yeah, it's it like it's Tuesday. A, I'm going to bring up something plant based. Yeah, and tacos. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they got to like Taco but, Tuesday. That's what's going to attract your mind. Your mind's going to smell tacos, see tacos. You go, huh? I'm in. Let's go. It's got right. this. And uh, and so basically, the the conversation at hand is, you know, is this manufactured meat? Is it a meat substitute? Is it healthy? Uh, is it something that we can depend on for a food substrate? Because the marketing sounds great. It's like, like 20 grams of protein or something like that. What, what, yeah, 20 grams of protein. It says it uses peas, mung bean, and rice to provide complete protein. There's also beets in there. That's how they make it red. And it says, hmm. why does it bleed while it, uh, blah, blah, blah. And it uses the beets to kind of let that yeah, uh, so, simulate that. And so, you know, I would say because it's, it's gluten-free, because it's soy-free, uh, and and it sounded like if it said GMO uh, free, um, you know, th- these are all good things. And then as we dig deeper, we've got to find out, you know, what kind of oils are they using? Because we always got to go back to the four deadly food additives. And and guys, so at Living Well Clinical Nutrition Center, we give people alternatives to drugs and surgery. We're teaching people how to live better, be better, stay better, one bite at a time. And every food choice you make is moving you in a direction of good health, or unfortunately, it's going to put you on the slippery slope towards not so good health. And so if you have symptom patterns that you were not genetically born with, stay tuned, because we're going to be talking about all kinds of matters around health. Today, we're, our topic at hand is ADD, ADHD, and we want to know, you know how we can help our youth move forward as they're getting into the school season, and does food play a part in that? And does manufactured, you know, I don't want to say fake meat, but meat lookalike, because it's obviously not meat. It's a plant-based source. And the first thing that popped in my head is that it's got, it's got to be soy-based. Mm-hmm. You know, and but we, I think we concluded that it is not soy-based. Um, and, and I think, you know, that's a plus. And uh, so we, now we've got to dig deeper and find out, okay, so what else are they putting in it? Does it meet the other criterion? Does it have MSG? Because, I mean, monosodium glutamate is a known neurotoxin. Neuro meaning nervous system, toxin meaning poison, and so it's going to contaminate and mess with the brain chemistry, your neurotransmitters in your digestive tract, your gut microbiome, and all of a sudden it can be something that tastes really savory for about 30 seconds, and then it gives you about three months worth of heartache. Nobody wants that, and that's what we have to appreciate the four deadly food additives, and that's just one. Does it have partially hydrogenated oil in it? Partially hydrogenated oil is a... Is, an, is a type of oil that is mostly used in today's chain-based uh, sit-down type places. And, and when we go into these, uh, and it's at your house as well probably, and if it's got you know partially hydrogenated oil, a lot of these margarines and, and, and fake butters, I uh, can't believe it's not real butter stuff, is one chemical reaction away from plastic, and it will clog up your liver. It will make your body not perform. Is that the? Uh, this is all of me. I mean, I mean, that looks amazing. It looks great, Doctor Chapa. You're talking, and meanwhile, and, 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 I'm like planning my dinner, going to the <laughs> store to try and find this stuff. And uh, I know, oh man, here's the top, the tacos. I mean, it almost looks better than real meat. So now, 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 so let's let's just finish this this four deadly food additives conversation because these are things you've got to be looking for. Because it, to your point, the pictures are designed to do what? 
to make me want to lick the screen. Yes, mm-hmm. absolutely. And so marketing is set up so that we are going to plan our dinner based on that conversation. Right. And so and to get us talking about it, right? But we've got to dig deeper. Don't just take it at face value. And that's my encouragement to everybody. Never take it at face value. You know, no, find out what kind of oil are they using? What what kind of spices are they using? What does it have artificial ingredients or sugars in it? If it's got artificial sugars in it, they can't be good. In this case, it won't because it doesn't have to taste sweet. It's supposed to taste like tacos or a piece of a hamburger. Right? Mm-hmm. You know, it reminds me of the movie Good Burger. Do you remember how they were oh, pumping it in there yeah. and they look good? Everybody wanted to go and get it, but it's, it's it wasn't real. It's of junk, right? Yeah. So, and if you eat make-believe food, what do you get? Make-believe health. That's right. So we've got to make sure. And so in this case, it was surely wouldn't have the fourth deadly food additive, high fructose corn syrup. But it might have other corn derivatives, mm-hmm. and you know, and even though corn uh, uh, is, in some respects, um, on the clean fifteen, according to the EWG um, uh, Environmental Working Group uh, uh, website for clean eating foods, it's because it is genetically engineered. And uh, but I don't see corn in it either. So you know, it could have good things. So you, but you've got to do your homework. Never yeah. take it at face value. But I'll tell you, you know, um, beans we know might be problematic for people you know there's there's a, a high dose you know of concentrated lectins in it um the the beans might not set well on people's systems so it depends on if you do well with rice protein or if you do well with bean protein and or pea protein because there there's there still could be other factors but for those that are wanting that savory burger taste um i mean you know, we'll have to dig deeper because maybe it could be a solution for some people because we use rice and pea proteins for complete protein sources in our sh- in some of our shakes at the office. And um, and no, they're not perfect, but they are 95% of the amino acid profile of mother's milk, and they give people better alternatives than the majority of shake mixtures that they're buying. Yeah. And we're always trying to help you make the good, better, best choices when it comes to your food dollar because what your kids are eating is important. What you're eating every day is important because right now we know the average American is consuming 11 to 15 meals over and over again, and and they don't really deviate from it. You know, like you like why, why do we think what do we what do we why do we call taco Tuesday? That's right. That means on t- Tuesdays we're gonna do what? Eat some tacos. That's right. So it's that's one of your 11 meals that you're repeating over and over again. And some people it's fast food. Some people it's box cereals. Some people it's um, you know the, the sugary little tarts. It's uh, you know it's 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 the donuts. It's the pastries. It's the cookies. It's the candies. It's the Skittles. It's the Snickers. It's the routines that we get into that start to plague us and move us down the slope of towards symptom land. Nobody wants to go to symptom land. Symptom land mm. means you're on the fast track to diagnosis land. Diagnosis land means that your body uh, never addressed the symptoms appropriately or properly, and then you start developing disease names. And, it, and in the beginning, disease is hard to recognize, but easy to fix. So that means you've got to learn to be astute. You've got to be a private eye detective. You've got to look and evaluate are, do you have a rash? Do you have an earache? Do you have, you know, floaters in your eyes? Do you get a tickle in your throat? Do you have a cough that you can't get rid of? Uh, are you constantly dealing with, like, allergies, sniffles? and Or do you have aches and pains in your body that haven't been, so to speak, diagnosed yet? Because what happens is, is if these symptoms are not addressed, they start to accumulate because they are a sign that something is breaking down in your body. 
And then what happens is that leads to you going and investigating with a doctor, and then you get a diagnosis like fibromyalgia, which is a syndrome. It's a combination of a bunch of different issues going on in the body. And, and then all of a sudden, you start uh, seeing younger and younger people start to develop you know, mental challenges where they have neural development issues. They're not progressing in their um, number skills, their letter skills, their grammar skills, their reading skills. I mean, I think right now the average uh, person isn't reading at their appropriate grade level. They're a good three to four grade levels below their reading capabilities. And I think it has to do a lot with, you know, one, we're inundated with so much information. It's like, okay, what do we read? And um, and then and two, it's easier to play a video game or to watch TV uh, and be entertained than to engage the eyes. Eighty percent of your nervous system is in your sensory nervous system. That means your eyes, your ears, your nose, your uh, um, your smell, your taste, and your feelers. And twenty percent is actually movement. So if we can teach people, and you'll see this as the elderly are aging. They move their head a lot to see. They don't use their eyes to see. So you, you're supposed to, you know, move your eyes around the room, not moving your head to is see. Is that easier because your joints than to move your body? Yeah, well, what happens is it's a sign of neurological decline mm. when the eyes aren't engaging. So you should be able to have a focal point. I should be able to look you in the left eye and hold that pretty steady while we're having a conversation. Mm -hmm. Or if I'm in a room, I should be able to use my eyes and my body motions to, you know, make and interact with my crowd. Uh, but when we're finding ourselves always needing our body to mobilize us and not our visual acuity, cranial nerves three, four, and six, the things of the eyes, then we know that the nervous system is starting to decline because there's a lot of power in the sensory aspects of our nervous system. It's 80% sensory, 20% motor, meaning things that we actually move uh, is not as powerful as what we sense. And so we've got to learn how to tap into that. Nobody's talking about it. We're always worried about, you know, no pain, no gain, killing it in the gym, getting our heart rate up and all these other things. But sometimes we need to go back to some of these fundamental things and start doing neural development exercises where we're stimulating cranial nerve eight, the vestibular system. We're stimulating the vagus nerve. We're stimulating cranials three, four, and six through eye motion and exercise. I mean, uh, I mean, not just like physical exercise, but men, uh, visual exercises. And and it's amazing what this begins to do for a person's brain. Mm -hmm. And 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 I was just looking at a study. You know, when it comes to ADD, so like if you, what is ADD? You know, attention deficit disorder. Um, and there's all kinds of disorders. You know, that have to do with um, resistance, uh, rebelliousness. Um, you know, uh, people having all kinds of mental acuity challenges where they have brain fog. I mean, even adults have ADD. I mean, there's a song that says, blame it on my ADD. You know what I mean? I haven't heard that one. Is, and, it, uh, is it new? No, it's been around <laughs> okay. for a while. And, um, and, and, um, and, and it's one of these things that we, it's almost like we take pride in having ADD when we start writing songs about it in the media. Um, but people are walking around and they they don't have the mental capacity to get through their day, um, and and then they are leading to, uh, needing rocket fuel to get through their day, such as what? Uh, energy drinks. And, energy drinks, mm -hmm. uh, coffees, teas, uh, things that are caffeine-based, um, or you know some sort of sugar. I mean, people are looking for stuff to try to turn their brain on, and these kids today are literally overstimulated with, you know, fixed uh, overactivity of video gaming. Uh, and TV watching, we don't do near enough reading. 
we do we don't even do enough conversating i hate to say you know we're we're good at texting but you know so much is lost in the art of communication skills and uh, you know and, and good interaction face to face but this attention deficit problem isn't just in our youth although we kind of targeted towards the youth because you know nobody wants to see the kids suffering in school right right um, and 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 it and it is sad for me to watch you know kids but then i I, you know, and I, I don't want to pick on churches. I love church. I go to church every Sunday, every, uh, any chance I get. I want my kids involved in church. But I mean, it drives me bananas. Like we, we I already know what you're going to say. I, I say it. I have to say it again because I'm hoping mm-hmm. maybe, maybe, maybe somebody <laughs> will hear me. There's a children's pastor and, 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 out and, there. Somebody who works in children's ministry, like that, might Crystal. you know bring apples or something instead of donuts. <laughs> uh, you know, like I mean, I'm and I know that your sh- fruit sugar, but my gosh, man, I mean, let's look at the quality. You know. God's food or make-believe food? You know, which one do we want more of? God's food. Right. And, and but yet we we literally, my mom came to church with me on uh, Sunday, and she goes, does everybody bring donuts when they come to this church? Yes. And, I mean, everybody's <laughs> carrying a box of donuts with them. And I'm like, where's your Bible? I don't know, but I got my donuts. And, uh, okay, uh, and, and, and this is just that, this is the culture we live in. And, and so this isn't to, to slight anybody or be mean or anything like that. This is to be, ed- you got to get educated. you got to start being aware that sugary foods, pastries, donuts, uh, uh, sugary drinks, these are not the way of the future. These are how, these are the ways of disease. They feed disease in the body. They accelerate the excel- uh, aging processes. And in our youth, the brain is developing so rapidly, we need to fill them up on minerals and essential fatty acids. We need to get their vitamin stores where they need to be. And we need to give them the tools and resources for their brains to fire on all eight cylinders because it's the best, most amazing, most awesome computer ever developed. And it is and can be cultivated. I told my daughter, I said, work hard today and cultivate your mind, cultivate your mind. That means, and she, and, and she goes, I will, Daddy, and you have fun serving patients. And I said, I will, honey. And, and so, you know, uh, it's, it, we've got to teach our kids that God gave you a brain. He expects you to use it, and, he, and he, he expects you to know the difference between real food and make-believe food. And, and can you have some of the make-believe food? Of course. Of course you can. But should it be a staple, right? Is the old saying go, an apple a day? Or keeps the doctor away, or a Hershey bar a day keeps the doctor away. I mean, it's an apple, yeah. definitely an apple. Yeah, but let me ask you this: if you if you eat an apple a day, will it? I mean, um, is uh, will you be healthy immediately once you start eating an apple a day if you've never adopted that principle? Yeah, I don't think so. And then you got to eliminate the other stuff. I would say like a replacement, right? Right. Mm-hmm. And and so if you're putting in more make believe food than you are real food. You're always going into what we call a food debt, a food deficit, a nutritional debt. So if you're going into financial debt every day, everybody knows that's no fun. Mm-hmm. At 18% interest, that'll catch up on you quick, right? And that will put a hurting on any financial person. And every night that you go to sleep, Dave Ramsey says, you wake up the next morning more broke, that's that's the wrong direction, mm-hmm. you know. And 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 those that are hearing my voice, that are children of God, you know how what God God hates debt, you know. Those are the things that He despises, and so we are supposed to be lenders and not borrowers, you know. And and so we got to remember that some of these spiritual principles as well. Here is that we we want to look different to the world, 
And and I think and this is one area where nutritional debt, the principle of nutritional debt in the body leads to disease. And so, you know, bankruptcy in finances, cancer in, in health, right? Or what or what the new word is that's even before cancer that I think is more of an issue, autoimmunity. Okay, and but it starts with recognizing the symptoms. If you find that you can't remember names, numbers and words very well, there are apps that you can download to help, you know, engage you your mind in the memory process. You can engage in a good topical memory scripture program. There's a lot of, you know, I think they call them uh, awanas at churches, uh, but these scripture uh, memory programs that that engage the mind in retaining information. People go, well, I can just look it up in the Bible. Yeah, you can, but man, if you can put it in you, no one can ever take it away from you. And the mind wants information. You know, some I remember as a kid, people would say, "Yo, know, you can only use ten percent of your brain." And I, I go, "Why would God give me a brain that I can only use ten percent? That just doesn't sound right." You know, you ever thought about that? Yeah. And and so I mean, I mean. Do you want do you want ten percent of your brain or do you want a hundred percent of your brain? Somewhere in the middle. Okay. I feel like I'd be you know too dangerous, you know too much, right? <laughs> but you know, I'd rather use more than, than less. That's absolutely. Sure. And so I am. I want to cultivate a hundred percent power in my thinking. I want to think different. I want to uh, act different. I want to you know be able to use the thinker that God has given me, and that comes through good counsel. That comes through good associations. That comes through good food. That comes through good books. We are a product of the people we run with, the books we read, and the CDs that we listen to, or the music we listen to, or the media we put in our heads. That's why we got to be careful, little eyes, what you see. Be careful, little ears, what you hear. And so we've got to make sure that if you're putting in a lot of video games, that you're also putting in more reading. So you're always in positive of stimulating the mind in a healthy way. And then we start looking at, okay, well, if I've been diagnosed with ADD or attention deficit, or I find that I'm fidgety and I can't focus in school and I can't keep a train of thought going forward, you know, where am I going to start? Well, 80% is in the sensory nervous system. So what are you doing to stimulate your brain. So remember, the brain wants to be awesome. That's one area that Living Well focuses on teaching people how to make these lifestyle changes. And then we start focusing 80% of our efforts in our diet. And we start we and we start a lot with diet and what we call elimination diets. Because elimination diets is goes to what I've always taught you guys that you know what you eat is important, but what you don't eat is, is more important. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And so when it's more important and and is what you don't eat because of what you said earlier. If you eat a Hershey bar a day and you're just putting in one little good nutrient um, and, and it's only like half of the, you know, the value of the bad that you put in, you're going into debt. We've got to get you to a debt where you're going into nutritional density, where you have reserve, you have resources. So we use products in the office like Greens 8000 or and, and what it is is it's 21 servings of fruits and vegetables packed in a powder and that fr- those fruits and vegetables give kids a chocolate flavor a mocha flavor uh, a berry flavor a minty flavor a punch flavor so that they like it right number one and they don't realize that hey this is good for me i mean this tastes good it's 21 servings of fruits and vegetables and it can easily be taken to school put in a water bottle uh, and you can shaky shaky drinky drinky and you get the phytonutrients 
from 21 servings of fruits and vegetables. Can your body use that many servings like at, at one time? Like I, one? Uh, yes, because of their variety. And, 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 and I believe that with the deficit that the body has, and, and remember, uh, you know, when we put these in, they're already in their usable form. I mean, and so this is Broken all, down, it's, gonna, it's not that we're having to do a bunch of digestion here. So because a lot of patients that come in, and this is what we start researching in the, in the literature about ADD, ADHD, is they're finding more and more a gut-brain connection. Hmm. If the gut is broken, if it's damaged, if it is inflamed, irritated, and because of gluten intolerances or food allergies, uh, dairy issues, um, soy issues, corn problems, uh, peanut allergens, I mean, all these different things, they, are inf they, they affect the digestive lining. They change the, the biochemistry of the gut. The microorganisms down there start, the wrong bugs get fed, and therefore they use up all of our good nutrition for healthy brain function. And, and I've seen kids go from wiry and all over the place, not being able to stay focused, to changing their diet, and the parents come back and say, wow, that, it does make a difference. And it's their blood sugar. When their blood sugar is up and down like a roller coaster, so is their mind. And they can't think straight. They can't stay focused. They can't stay attentive to the process at hand. If they've got, you know, chemical injuries, uh, you know, from the different environmental toxins that we're exposed to, we've got programs that we can detox the brain because the body stores toxins in the brain. And toxins are just things that your body cannot use. So, you know, there's a concept of hormesis where, you know, some things that we're exposed to in life can challenge our immune system. They can challenge our body to be better to be better de at detoxing, to be better at neural development instead of neural degeneration a and or immunological upregulation versus immunological, you know, crashing where we're blowing out the system. And, and so if we can do more things that are hormetic uh, and less things that are toxic, so hormetic would be, you know, getting on a, uh, a, a something physical, um, getting on a treadmill f or for 30 minutes or pumping weights, that's, it's a pain to the body and the body develops from it, right? Mm -hmm. If it's going without sugar uh, challenges the body because it's mind over matter. If you don't mind, it don't matter. And, and, and so if we can get you to start, you know, reaching for healthier options in your diet, in your choices of living, all of a sudden you're going to get healthier amounts of blood to your brain and to your extremities. You're going to get more healthy blood flow to your digestive tract for healing and repair. You're going to start seeing that those little microvascular tissues in your eyes and in your teeth start to develop. And you, we see maybe less people with glasses or we see less people with teeth issues. And maybe we'll get back in a couple generations because, unfortunately, it will probably take uh, a couple of generations, according to Felix Lau and, and Fran uh, Francis, uh, Francis Pottinger, um, on the idea of the biochemistry is has gotten weaker over the last th uh, three decades of a high sugar, high carb diet pro uh, promo from you know our food pyramiding, and uh, and so we we've got to get back to the roots. Water is a foundation. Good healthy proteins is a foundation. Good healthy fats is a foundation. Fat is not going to make you fat. Fat drives healthy hormones, which drives healthy metabolism, which drives healthy brain function. Mm -hmm. And they've done studies after study on fish oils in kids. If your kids it, uh, are struggling in school, 
I used a high-dose EPA and DHA product. You've got the cod liver oil over there. I brought some cod liver oil this morning. The cod liver oil. Already took mine. And and tuna omega oil that we use mm-hmm. is got a high you know, doses of EPA, which is a type of omega-3 uh, and omega-9 fat that help drive brain activity and increase blood flow in the brain. And the more blood flow you give your kids going out the door, they're not going to be – you're thinking more blood flow meaning they're going to be worse behavior. No, no. See, what the fats do, they're like logs on a fire. They burn hot. They burn long. That means your kid is more stable. He's not looking 20 minutes after he gets to school for the next snack. You know, His mind isn't crashing on him an hour into school, and he's got another two hours before lunch. He's going to be able to go through the morning. So we, we can teach our kids how to leverage the technology of the day, fish oils, because you know maybe you're not a fish-eating family. You should be, but maybe you're not yet. Maybe you, this is a new conversation, like fish is good for my brain, it's good for my hormones. Yeah, sure is. Yeah. Well, what about the you know the contaminants and the metals? Well, are you buying farm-raised fish? You know, are we? Uh, maybe you shouldn't, because if 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 there's a guy spraying in a ha- uh, you know tox- uh, stuff into a in a fishery and he's in a hazmat suit, makes you wonder if you should be really eating that farm-raised creature. Does right. that make sense? It does. And, and and then they say, well, what about the mercury and the fish in the sea? Well, there's two types of mercury. There's methylmercury, man-made, and the ethylmercury, uh, you know, uh, the, the, the type that's on the periodic table of elements. And this is interesting because what we know is that the body should be able to deal with the toxins that we're dealing with, uh, that we see in our, uh, in our uh, environment. But sometimes in this day and age, the body just needs more help, which is why I put people on detoxes all the time. And I'm pushing people to always keep your thumb on the liver, to push the liver. That's why I went and did a visceral manipulation class to learn how to manipulate the liver and to do a liver lift and to make sure that I can stretch those cystic ducts and wring out, if you will, the the gallbladder and make things move better. People go, you can do that? Of course you can do that. And so... These are just concepts that I keep going and studying and getting deeper into and finding that there's more to wellness uh, than we've been taught. That we're all looking for the magic bullet, right? I want to just take this one vitamin a day to be healthy. Well, if you're eating three and five times a day, why wouldn't you be supplementing three and five times a day, especially in today's world? And some people go, oh, you don't need vitamins. You don't need minerals. You don't need all that. Well, you're missing the boat, pal. You know, all I can tell you is you're miseducated. And, you know, because what I've seen in 14 years of clinical practice and what I've seen in sitting through hundreds and thousands of hours of study and and conversation with doctors across the country who do clinical nutrition work that are in the trenches, it all comes down to food. If we can get people to balance their blood sugar, we can balance their brain chemistry. If we can help heal the gut lining, I just pulled a study up um, out of the Lancet that was talking about the gut microbiome being the the key to having a healthy brain chemistry. So we need to get our kids' gut lining to be healthier and stronger. We can do that through probiotics. We can do that through essential fatty acids, cod liver oil tuna. We can do that through um, uh, vitamin A, vitamin C, you know, in the whole food form if we if we can get it. Um, and and we we got to know how to drive the tissues forward. And this is what my office is in place for, is to give people this type of education so that they know how to recognize that they're having a symptom in their body. And then we could turn around 
and we can do something about it. Mm-hmm. Right now it's 916. This is KHEA Radio. Dot com 99.5 FM. We're talking to Dr. Aaron Chapa. The topic for today is ADD, ADHD in adults and children. You know, I see this comment uh, that was on our Facebook stream. If you have a comment or a question about anything that we're discussing, feel free to ask. They, they mentioned TV commercials, you know, marketed for kids. So we're talking about toys. And I remember watching them whenever I was a kid. Now, here's the, the difference from whenever I was a kid. And, you know, my son now who's six years old. If there's something he wants to listen to, if there's something he wants to watch or see, he knows for a fact he can ask me. And if I tell him no, it's because I just said no, you know, and I have to make up a reason. Like, I don't want to listen to the Disney, you know, (laughs) this Disney movie soundtrack right now. But he knows I have everything right here. And so I'm wondering if if technology, you know, these these short commercials, the fact that the kids can literally listen to or see anything in the entire world that they want to, you know, and if their parent asks or they have, you know, access to a device that they can do it. Does any of that, you know, go in, uh, to the that ADHD, uh, you know, Absolute, cause and effect? It, it does. Uh, uh, number one, we, we're not getting the kids to be active enough. Kids need a lot of neural development. You know, one of the um, uh, uh, mi- uh, missionary pro- programs that um, I support and watch is uh, Generation One, and there's a again a guy named Mike Malinkas that does. Um, uh, he goes in and he teaches challenged youth, if you will, in the inner city that don't really have good education programs, and uh, you know it's in kind of the more not so healthy areas of town. And he goes in there and he sets up schools to educate children. And one of the things that is most important that they have found is tactile learning, keeping kids active with their hands, playing on those little musical walls, so to speak, or playing with blocks and playing with letters and using their hands to to do things. I mean, I was talking to a teacher yesterday that, you know, this is, she's got, I think she's got pre-K age kids that can't draw inside a circle, you know, and, and obviously, you know, they're they're behind on their tactile learning. And it's because we get in front of these screens and we just push a button and we just sit there. Kids need a lot of neurological stimulation. And and the more stimulation that they can get, the mind is a sponge for them. And so we don't want to just fill them up with something that is just, you know, inputting into their, their head via the eyes through stagnant mo- movement. We want them bouncing around outside where their, their, their body's equilibrium was dealing with the ups and the downs, the sides of the sides. You know, I mean, I love watching my kids on uh, trampoline because there's, there's core uh, stability being developed. There's neurological development happening. There's coordination. There's focus and concentration, being able to do some of the things that my kids are doing and, and teaching them. You know, find the ground with your eyes and your, your, your feet will get there. You know, or watching them on a little escape, those ripsticks, doing these things. You know, the activity creates change in coordination that the brain wants, needs, and desires. And when we sit in front of a TV or we sit in front of a screen, we're not allowing that development to happen. They just zone off. The mind becomes idle. And we know that the idleness is the devil's playground, right? I mean, we, we've got to, like, be intentional with everything that we do. So I was telling a mom yesterday, like, you know, she's got a, her, a really brilliant little kid, and he's uh, just cool, cool, cool. And, um, and I was telling her, you know, like, you know, don't just point out the butterfly. 
point out the different species of butterfly. Don't point out just that's a dog. No, that's a husky. That's a Doberman. That's a Rottweiler. That's a bulldog. That's a pit bull. That's a guard dog. You know, whatever. Yeah, all the different varieties, right? And we start teaching kids. It's not just a cat. That's a Himalayan cat. That's a tabby cat. That's a uh, a black cat. That's a you know uh, a stray cat, a feral cat. And you're downloading vocabulary into their into their head. And 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 so we've got to get these youth back out in the yard, counting rocks and tinkering with you know building things out of nothing and being real with uh, you know the world again and we're all guilty of it it's easy to sit in front of our TVs it's it's easy to sit back and watch movies and it's easy to play video games on our phones especially as adults and 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 but the more we recognize that we're doing those things and we start getting and becoming more intentional with the fact that we've got a brain that wants to be awesome we start going you know what is this going to be stimulation for the brain or is this going to be something that is just kind of, you know, like choosing to eat junk food or make-believe food? You know, because the amount, the, the type of stimulation we put in the body, like the type of fuel that we put in the body, matters. And so we want to make sure that we're getting good, healthy stimulation and good, healthy fuel so that the, bot, the brain can do what it's supposed to. The nervous system can develop, and then it's less likely to have, you know, growing issues a lot of kids they, they they have growing pains and we just have accepted that oh sorry little johnny that you got those pains there's nothing i can do for you except you just got to grin and bear it here's some tylenol no that's the worst advice ever you give little johnny some coral uh, that uh, from my office coral legend or calcium lactate it's got calcium and magnesium and it helps little johnny develop i mean if you think about what a growing pain is the bone is elongating the bone is becoming thicker that is, there's a, that's a type of surgery that's happened. There's osteoblastic and osteoclastic activity happening in the body. That's tearing down and remodeling all day, every day in our youth. And, and if your kid's got growing pains, if you're a tall father or a tall mother, or if, or if you're expecting your kids to be tall, those bones, when they start elongating and they got pain, you don't go, hmm, sorry, here's some Tylenol. You go, all right, I'm calling living well. What do they say about growing pains? How do I fix that? I'll tell you. It could be as simple as cod liver oil and a good dose of uh, calcium lactate minerals and magnesium. And it's like uh, it's like instant within That's what I'm on, right? Days. You got both of those coming into your body right now for sure because you're on a multi-mineral. Growing. Oh. And, and, and yeah, of course <laughs> you're growing. Still, I can still grow. Yeah, yeah. You're still young, dude. <laughs> young and vital. And um, and and so, the, the, the and it, and it, but it should be easy. You know, and a lot of times, like we don't realize that if if I if my mind, how I many I, people hit the like button, share something like that. If you um, ever sit in front of somebody and you lose your train of thought, it's or, or if you you start your mind starts wandering to what am I going to be doing on Friday, or what am I going to be doing tonight, and it's ten thirty in the morning, right? <laughs> right? When your brain wanders, let that be the trigger that lights you up and go, whoa, whoa, what what's, what are you doing up there, brain? I need you back focused. Intentionality matters. And so what I do is I stop and I take a dose of cod liver oil. I grab me some, you know, total brain. Oh, wrong one. This is total limp. There it is, total brain. And I get this stuff in my body and I'm putting nutrients in like rosemary, ribonucleic acid, dung quai, uh, reishi mushroom, uh, ginkgo biloba. This thing is loaded. And what is that one? This is called total brain. It's just an awesome little brain 
fuel product that stimulates blood flow, stimulates neurological activation in the brain. And those that, you know, can't swallow pills, you can have some if you want. You can take two of them. They're awesome. Take two. And, um, and I, I took two before the show started. Should I chew or sometimes you trick me? No, no. This one's a swallow for sure because they taste okay. pretty ugly. Um, <laughs> I mean, because there's so many different herbs in there. So they kind of, they don't, it doesn't. Some brain pills. <laughs> but I mean, but always if you, t- if you, if you do chew them, they do, ha- they do activate faster okay. and they go through the buccal mucosa of your uh your your uh, mouth and cheeks and your su- the uh, your sublingual glands and they'll get to the brain faster the body the minute it senses the nutrition is there it will start to activate and within 15 minutes you'll feel sharper you'll feel more acute and more aware and more alive and i find all the time that if my mind wanders i've taught myself that's a trigger hey why are you thinking about that you get back to what uh, the, the task at hand, which is serving a patient or taking care of my, one of my kiddos or having a conversation with a loved one or, or getting into a good book or staying focused in my studies, whatever the case may be. So anytime I sit down to write or to read or to think, uh, I take you know brain support to give my, my body an edge because I want blood flow to my head. I want the, the nuclei in my uh, cells in my brain to be active. And vibrant. I want those synapses between in, in, in my neurological aspects to be so fi- sharp and firing healthily that when I think, I can think, and when I want to remember, I can recall, and I can you know have supernatural recall. I can have supernatural thinking power and have you know uh, the 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 power that God's given me in using my mind and using it effectively. And so, if you can't swallow pills, don't worry. I've got liquid stuff uh, that can help you. And, and homeopathics, you know, that don't taste. And we, there's always ways to activate the body. The body's frequency, it's light. And, and, and we've just got to learn how to stimulate it. And we can stimulate it through eye exercises. We can stimulate it through music. We can stimulate it through senses. We can stimulate it through taste. We can stimulate it through herbs. Guys, there's so many ven- venues to tap into your potential. Can you stimulate it using technology? Can you stimulate it using? Yeah, of course. There's there are plenty. I mean, just think of like a crossword puzzle, right? Mm-hmm. And they download crossword puzzles and Sudoku and all these things. Uh, you can, there's there's things that do memory drills. Like I just took a memory test on a cognition test uh, in my office the other day. It was like a little ten minute test, and I mean it's it's forcing me to recall. You know, um, it shows me like a, a pattern of of words, right? And then it then it shows me a, a you know set five or six or maybe it's ten I can't remember different categories with three word categories, and I have to recognize the twenty five one of the twenty five words that I saw, and then one of the other drills is uh, number drills. Can you remember three numbers in sequence in order? Can you remember five in order? Can you remember eight in order? You know. Um, my my wife a while back, um, she was she was at a gas station and somebody robbed her at the gas station and um, and they stole a purse. They opened the, the wow, passenger door and ripped the purse out. Oh no, it's yeah, scary. it was scary. My kids were in the car. It was terrifying, and it was one of those moments. Like guys, be vigilant. You know, I mean, don't don't keep your head um, down like in the sand like an ostrich and assume that it'll never happen to you because it can happen. But some of these wake-up calls. But you know what was cool? It was cool because my kids recognized it. They saw it. They identified the car. My wife saw the plates. My wife having the ability to to recall, you know, eight numbers very easily. She's like re- has a really wicked, awesome, you know, memory when it comes to that. And she was able to give 
uh, she read it four times out loud, uh, you know, because she saw it, and then the guy speeds off, and then she had it, when, and she had it three, four, five minutes later. And, uh, and being able to do that, it's not an easy thing to do. And, and, uh, and, but we all have, you know, giftings in that. So we can, there's technology programs that are designed to stimulate the brain. You know, there's reading programs that I've used online for speed reading and, 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 and learning how to process information faster because the mind, the reason people get sleepy whenever um, they are reading which is a form of attention deficit, is it not? Because when you read, you're supposed to be intentionally engaged, but you read so slow, the mind gets tired. Shut down. Right? You know, for me, it depends on what, what the, the topic is. You know, if it's something that I'm really interested in, and then a lot of times, you know, like school, I think of, you know, college or high school, it's something like Wuthering Heights, you know, and a book like that, I'm like, this is not for me. You know, That's it's not right. my cup of tea, but you still have to do it, and um, that was tough. Right, And but if what if but what if it's a it's a boring matter? That could be a possibility, and so we've got to definitely use, I would say, herbs to kind of keep you alert so you can go through it. Um, and, and this might be an area, too, where you could really tap into, um, like, I use this brain tonic at my office. Uh, it's a liquid herbal that's got different brain activating herbs in it that will turn your mind on in a heartbeat, you know, and, uh, or you could, I got to thinking about it, you know, for those of you that drink coffee, you know, you already know the power of caffeine. Well, what if you used like five mil of, uh, which is like a little over a teaspoon of coffee and you took a quick little sip of it and you used it like a therapeutics. You're like, I hate coffee. Okay, great. Well, what if you used it therapeutically? And, it, and because there's books that have talked about it that uh, lengthens the telomeres in your DNA, which is longevity. I think um, uh, Dr. Gundry, Stephen Gundry, in the longevity diet, um, the longevity diet, he's got the plant paradox and the, and the longevity paradox is what it's called. Uh, in the longevity paradox, he talks about lengthening those telomeres with, you know, small micro doses of uh, caffeine. It doesn't take a lot. And, and so you're sitting down reading something you don't want to really get through, but what if you get your environment right where you can get through Beowulf, you know, <laughs> yeah. or whatever the boring subject <laughs> matter is. Kinsbury tells, yeah. Yeah. And so, but what if you also, before you sit down and read the book, you say a prayer, Lord, give me the truth and wisdom I need from this book. Start spiritually, start right there. And then you say, then you do your eye drills and you look you know, from you, there's you've got a rectangle in front of you, pretty much, and you go corner to corner, diagonally. You go side to side. You go vertical to vertical, and or you make a square with your eyes. Or you go both ways, both directions, and 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 uh, you. It's almost like you're doing a warm up drill before you read. You're blowing my mind right now, Doctor Chopper. Really? I wish you would. Yeah, I like warming up my eyes. I never honestly thought of that. You know, I've prayed before reading stuff. Like, hey. Help me. Or like even like I'm studying for the test the next day. Sometimes it's desperation. Like I should have studied, but hey, <laughs> let me look over this real quick and see if anything sticks. You know, <laughs> I've done that. But as far as like eyes, like thinking about, hey, I'm going to be reading left to right. You know, I've slapped myself in the face just like trying to wake <laughs> myself up. But but that's you're, you're at least activating one of the senses. <laughs> something. Hey, here's another question that has to do with supplements. And uh, I, told, I said we were going to get this asked. She said, hey, when you talk about cod liver oil and certain supplements, is it important that we also make sure we get a certain brand name of supplements, uh, something to use? Are some brands, uh, you know, they have like fillers, so maybe they're not as good as as the other ones. And I will say this one that Dr. Chapa had 
given for us to take is Nordic Naturals Arctic Cod Liver Oil. And it has, uh, you know, all these stats on it. I take three every day, every morning, except on Saturdays because I leave it here. Here's another one called Pre <laughs> Premier DHA. And Premier DHA is a plant-based for those that are like, you know, anti-fish um, uh, or, you know, they're vegetarian or hardcore vegan or whatever, you know. Yeah. And so I try to have something a little bit for everybody. And this is a plant-based uh, essential fat. And um, I will tell you with absolute certainty and absolute confidence, and you can take this for, you know, how you want to take it, because I know everybody's out marketing. Everybody's trying, you know, I'm on the show marketing, if you will, telling people who I am, what I do, and why I do it. And I believe that all life does start and stop at the cellular level. And nutrition is the fundamental backbone. So what you put in your body matters. And if you don't want to believe it, that's cool. You know, this isn't for you. But one day I pray that you see that, you're in more control of your health than you realize. Now, that being said, what I've learned about supplements is 97.5% of the supplement market is either not safe, I'm sorry to say, or not effective. I'm really sorry to say. That means you're potentially wasting your money. I have personally vetted out all the companies that I use in my office. I Everything in my office is the 2.5%. And, and, and I'm confident about that. I know beyond a shadow of a doubt when I give a person a product that's going to upregulate their immune system so that their body can go deal with an infection better than someone that doesn't have the technology that I have to offer, um, it's going to do exactly that. If I have a product in my office that I'm going to tell you is going to help you support heart function or cardiovascular function, it's going to do just that. It's going to feed the heart muscle. It's going to feed in the the soft the, the the smooth muscle inside the arteries and making sure that blood can travel down the path more effectively. You know, I learned this one time. I had this lady. Uh, she was uh, a patient, and her mom had a stroke. So she calls me and says, "Hey, my mom had a stroke." Well, her mom's not a patient, you know, and she's at the hospital and whatever. What would you do? I'm like, okay, this is what I do. So we start. I, there's a bunch of neurological things I would do uh, physically. Because you, one of the worst things that a stroke patient can do, this is a little off topic, but you, is to let them seize up. You just you, you keep their nervous system pulled out. You keep doing the exact opposite of what it's trying to do. And, the, and, and, and too often we're not stimulating the nervous system near enough physically uh, whenever a tragedy like that happens. But uh, something else is we can do is we can increase blood flow to the tissues in the microvascular areas. And so one of the things that I did is I said, all right, come buy this phosphorus product called Circuplex, and it's got, you know, um, uh, and it will increase blood flow, and it sure did, but I didn't take in consideration that this was an elderly. I was a little young in practice. I think I was like four or five years into practice, and and, and it caused her to bruise immediately, like like a blew up like vessels all over, and, and, and I was like, oops, I forgot. Uh, she's, you know, older, and she just had a stroke. She's already fragile, and you're thinking to yourself, that doesn't sound good. It sounds like you hurt her. I didn't really hurt her. I just increased blood flow, and her arteries um, uh, and her capillaries couldn't handle it. No problem. I put her on a rutin-based product, a vitamin C-based product, a whole complex, uh, and and uh, which is called Cyruta Plus, and it's from a company called – both of these were from Standard Process, and within three days, it was fixed. And what I had to do is I can't put more cars on a freeway that's already – damaged, broken, or congested, right? It's backed up. And it's backed up mm -hmm. or, or, or weak. Damn. And so this poor lady had a backup in her system. Duh, she had a stroke. Hello, Chapa. You know, think, think, think. Use your mind. And um, and so I go, no problem. 
take her off of that for just a couple days. I want you to put this one in. It'll repair the arteries, and then we can put the other one back, and we'll be fine. And sure enough, it was not even, uh, you know, four days, and we fixed the problem, you know, that had manifested. So as fast as those bruises popped up, they went away. That's how cool it was, right? And we were feeding now the arteries and the capillaries to heal well, and then we put in— uh, the, the the circuplex back in there, and we increase that circulation, and we're able to drive more nutrition through those arteries without them mal- malfunctioning. And so it was like a test and a remedy, and it really taught me something. So now, when I'm dealing with stroke people or concussions or elderly, I always do circuplex and you know cyrus um, plus just in case they have weak arteries because I I'm who am I? I can't look into your body and see how weak those arteries are. But I sure know that if you had a stroke, you're more prone to having weak arteries. I know if you've got history of heart disease already, or if you've got a lot of heart disease in your family and I've done a good history, I would know, you know, that we need to support those faculties. And guess what? Your brain wants a lot of blood flow. You know, Mm -hmm. it wants a lot of nutrition. It wants a lot of healthy fats. I mean, it's predominantly a fat organ. You know what I mean? And that's why the body, unfortunately, when it's toxic, it uses those fat cells um, in the brain to be storage houses for uh, trash. So think about having a messy desk or a messy living room or a messy closet or a messy anything. You don't think as well. You know, people go, oh, no, I think great in clutter. Well, uh, I assure you, if I, if I gave you a pin on a messy desk and I, and, and I just randomly put it somewhere, you're going to have a hard time finding it. But if I had a cleaned desk and I put a pin anywhere on the desk, you're more likely to find it faster. And so these are definite, you know, things to consider. You don't want your mind to be cloudy and foggy and cluttery. And if you've got a lot of environmental toxins from chemicals in our environment, metals in our uh, and chemicals in our food, the preservatives that we are eating, the manufactured and that's what concerns me about even manufactured kosher meat. Meat, you know, mm-hmm. it makes me nervous. Um, and, and I'm, you know, so I, I saw it last week. And because what I saw last week, it didn't sound like this bean product. It sounded more like they were literally manufacturing beef and from stem cells and whatnot. And I'm like, woo, I don't know about that. You know what I mean? Because who are, you know we're not that good in order to be able to get the <laughs> DNA structures right you know we're putting yeah. we're putting products in the body that are coal tar derivatives so going back to that supplement question a lot of the products that you buy they could they it can have coal tar as one of its where they get the vitamin C from it can be um, a portion of the vitamin E and that creates an an, an inflammatory cascade that can cause heart disease and so one one of the things that I'm very, you know, always telling people, you cannot just go anywhere and buy product. So, you know, we give our patients a discount on our products for being patients at our office because I don't want you to have to go to, you know, uh, online and try to find a better deal uh, if you can find it. You know, sometimes you can, sometimes you can't. And, man, I've got patients and I've got uh, testimony that sometimes the stuff pot online, even though it's got the right label, it ain't the product they bought. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I, I, you know where you're getting it from. You've got to know. Yeah. You've got to know. you got to know. And so, you know, when you buy from a reputable source, whenever you buy from Living Well Clinical Nutrition Center, you're going to get the two and a half percent of safe and effective. And it's going to do exactly what it's designed to do. And you might go, well, I took that brain stuff and it didn't work. OK, well, do you know it didn't work? What were you looking for? What were you, I mean, were you looking for, you know, that 
one of those incredible fake movies where they take this magic little drug and all of a sudden they have like superhuman strength. You know what I mean? That'd be nice. That, that'd be awesome. <laughs> and I'm looking for that too. Uh, but, you know, we've got to put adult expectations on things and recognize we are still fallible creatures. We are still, you know, uh, vessels that are degenerating even though we are amazing vessels that can regenerate. I mean, you know what I mean? We, we, there's, you're 95 years old, you get a cut on your hand. You're six years old, you get a cut on your hand, and you still heal. You know, it just might not heal as fast, or it might, depending on your nutritional density, not your nutritional debt, right? So when we're looking at brain activity, we've got to be thinking, just like we warm up in the gym before we go on a football field, before we hit the basketball court, before we swing a golf club, before we do anything, we need to learn how to warm up our mind. So I find, literally, uh, I can I can do eye exercises just straight left to right, up and down, like kind of making a cross, going diagonally, or I can make shapes. Like you've got all these rectangles around you. You've got borders all around you. You've got a clock on the wall. There's all kinds of little things that you could do for shape in, uh, eye drills. You could also take, you know, something written on uh, a label. Like in this case, I'm looking at Arctic cod liver oil. Then I can look over there and I can read that it says zero colon zero zero colon zero zero. You know, that's and that's what I'm focusing and I'm doing what's called convergent drills. And and so there's so many little things and people just underestimate because this little drill that I just did didn't make my heart rate at 145 and I didn't bust out into a sweat and I'm not going to have six pack abs from it. But I'm going to have longevity in the mind. Fully you already functional. have all those things. Yeah, baby. Come on. <laughs> speak the truth. And 125 fully functional spirit, mind and body, mind and body, spiritually, functionally. I'm going to be alive, you know, at 75. You know that centenarians say that their most um, productive years are between 65 and 95? So if you're, you know, if you're under those ages, you still got something to look forward to. If you're inside of those ages, you're in your prime. Mm -hmm. And so fully functional. You got to speak it into existence and then start acting out activities that can help you develop it because if you don't have a vision you won't do these things if you don't know if you don't tune in to kg radio and kickstart with living well clinical nutrition center you're not going to know that's why i'm on the show to teach you to educate you to give you new information so if i can give you new information i believe it was um archimedes said if you give me a, a, a fulcrum and a lever long enough i can move the world and so if I can give you better information, a better lever, and I can download that better information into your head, then you get to make the choice to take better action. So if you're not happy with where your result is in your life, your kid's life, anything like this, and you're not liking the results that you're getting, change it. But make intentional change because perfect practice makes perfect, not just practice. Mm -hmm. You can practice inappropriately, incorrectly, and, and actually create worse habits, worse activities for yourself, worse results. So we've got to make sure that the better information allows us to take better action so that we can get a better result. <laughs> That's the goal. Uh, we're talking to Dr. Aaron Chapa with Living Well Clinical Nutrition. It, uh, it's 943 right now. This is Kickstart, and I'm excited to have Dr. Chapa in pretty much every Tuesday where we talk about all kinds of topics. I saw that there's another one that's going to be coming up for like sleep. 
you know, if people, I guess, are struggling with sleep or maybe they can't go to sleep or they're sleepy all the time, then that's going to be a topic that we're going to be touching on in the future as well. If there's a topic that you want us to touch on, maybe you have a suggestion, let us know. Reach out to Living Well Clinical Nutrition. You can send them a message or send me a message and, or leave a comment. And let us know what you want to hear about. You know, today we've been talking about ADD and ADHD. So for, for an adult, Dr. Chapa, like an, an adult that, you know, maybe struggled with that as a child, can you grow out of it? Or is that something that people generally without change, I mean, is that something that they have for forever? I would say that you can, anything you can develop, and this is important for all you to grab hold of, if you can develop it, you can undevelop it. And if you can, if you've got it and you start doing all the wrong things, you can undevelop it. But you're the, and so it's obviously better to start early, right? I mean, if, if you build these neural pathways while you've got a lot of neurological in, you know, inputs coming in and your mind is a sponge learning, 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 and then you don't have the stresses of life, finances, and, and trying to make decisions and how to raise a family and how to make a living and how to you know, uh, be a better steward and all these other things, and you don't have these pressures of life you know, crowding uh, your abilities, then all of a sudden, uh, as a youth, you have an opportunity to think different and to absorb different, and it sets you up for a better, you know, future. But does that mean that if you didn't do those things that you're doomed? No. It just means that you're just going to have to start again, going back to what we just said, better information. We've got to give you better insights so that, and give you better tools to lever a better result. And, and so, you know, but it starts with food. 80% of the, of the chemistry is what we put in our mouth. And, and, and our health is what we put in our mouth. And one of the things that I know for sure is that if you are putting in the four deadly food additives, if you're putting, if, if the label that you pick up has FD&C color number this or you know, blue this, yellow this, re, uh, uh, red dyes this, blue this dye, all these things are chemicals. And they're, there's, why are those dyes in there? To make the food look good, hmm. Right. And because if it doesn't look good, you ain't going to— People aren't going to eat it. That's right, yeah. because we are visual creatures. We've got to see it. We've got to, like, mm, that looks appetizing. Just like when you showed me that burger, and it's like, it looked like it was a— Looks a great. Medium rare, uh, medium uh, to medium rare kind of burger. It looked beautiful. I'm pulling it back up. And, um, and, and so one of the things that we know is, like, you know, food dyes can cause all kinds of problems— and uh, from hyperactivity to, you know, cancers to chromosomal damages and, and uh, stress out your liver and kidneys. And when you put enough of these bio burdens into the body, we can't we, we lose traction. You know, if, if you've seen these guys that juggle, if you're good at juggling three balls and I jump you to six, what's your likelihood that you're going to be able to do it effectively? Not so much. Mm-hmm. If you're a plate spinner. And you're spinning, you know, ten plates effectively, and I make you spin eighteen. You might not be as effective, and so it's because spinning those plates, you got to keep them all the balls in the air or all the plates spinning, and there's just a lot going on. So if your body has a lot of bio burdens, that's your body has burdens, uh, and that's metals, that's chemicals like these food dye conversation or the food, uh, the food daily four food additives. If you have infections that have not been handled appropriately because you're more, you know, of the idea that, oh, I can just take a quick fix antibiotic, 
um, and unfortunately, antibiotic means anti-life. It destroys everything. You know, I hear a lot of docs now saying, "Oh, just take a probiotic with it; it's fine." No, that's not bad information. You're wait now. You're now if you did buy a good product, you're wasting the good product because you put an atomic bomb in with a life product with a product that's going to overpower it to kill it. You're going to kill your gut bacteria and the whatever nutrient that you're taking in. And so if you're prone to like doing this, you know, and, and putting these antibiotics in the digestive tract, no judgment, but it's just better education. Let's give you better information. We've got to, we got to get the, you to understand that only 60 to 70% of that antibiotic is actually going to take effect on that bug. You've got to still take it up to that 90, 95, 100% healing state. And that comes through your body's own devices. And that comes through your body's own resources of good nutrition. And, and, and tools like technology like Congaplex, which I brought on the show before, or Thymex that I brought on the show before. If you've got staph-type stuff, strep-type stuff, congestion in your head, these immunological builders support and help people's body deal with those types of situations. And so no matter what little Johnny's bringing home from school, you got a tool if you use these tools. If, you're, if your family is struggling... Um, I mean, I had this one great story where this um, lady goes, um, her the school told her she needs to put her kids on ADD meds, uh, which basically, we didn't even talk about it, but I mean, these ADD medications are basically, they're, they're, they're legal cocaine, they're legal speed, they are legal, you know, overstimulatory fu- uh, factors of the brain, and, and they burn out neurons, and it causes accelerated aging. They're not healthy for you. But yet, just because it's got a prescription and a medical license that gave you permission to have it, all of a sudden, cocaine's not good for you, right? Well, if I if you walked in and saw your kids snorting up a line, would you be happy about that? No. You know, but yet we do this in these medications. And and it's because we're, we just don't know that there's a better way. And and I find that a lot of people don't, uh, uh, in, in, in the medical world, don't really believe that patients will change. Well, I'm a believer that you want to change, that if you've got some kind of symptom pattern, you want it better. And if I gave you better information, you would make a difference in the way you were living if we could. And this is the beautiful thing about what we offer is we'll give people better information so they can take better actions, so they can get better results. And we look at these chemicals and, and, and that we're putting in our bodies, and now we start saying, okay, well, now we've got to help you know your, your, your kid not be dependent on that. So because there is an addictive factor. And and because it's not, you know, what we offer in the form of food isn't super power, unrealistic driving of synaptic activity in your brain. It's what God designed it to do. You know, all of a sudden, you, you're not, you don't feel like you're getting the same benefit that you got from the drug. Well, that doesn't mean that what we're doing won't outperform it, but you've got to do these exercises and not be dependent on the drug because dependence on one drug leads to dependence on another. And we've got to, we start these habits, you know, and people go, well, you're put, you're putting people on a bunch of pills. Yeah. But I've all, like I said earlier, I'm vetted out these companies. I know beyond a shadow of a doubt, they're going to not be um, dangerous to your young people's minds or your mind or your mother's mind or your grandmother's mind. And, and, and so I want you to recognize there's a difference between a pill for an ill and supplementing what our diet can't give us. You know, what we eat is important, but what we don't eat is more important. S- recognizing that 
the nutritional content in our food supply is lower than it's ever been. The density's not there. We're looking to Franken Foods. It's basically what I kind of call that meat burger. Um, Franken Foods is, you know, make believe food leads to make believe health. I mean, I'm not saying that it is that, uh, you know, uh, but I'm just saying most of the time, good marketing leads us to believe that it's healthy, but it's only for the dollar not for your health. You know, somebody had asked a couple things, like, is this chopper approved? And I said, hey, he said he needs to dig deeper. You know, it could be. It looks good on the surface, but, you know, like with anything, you need to do your own research. And then, you know, Dr. Chopper, you need to do do yours as well. And then uh, it was Amber. Always. Amber, she also had asked, hey, so is coffee Dr. Chopper approved now? Whenever No, she- <laughs> no. And, and I like your thinking, Amber. I see where you're going with that. But here's what I know, right? I mean, what if, because, you know, for me, uh, and, and a lot of people, when they get over in t- uh, too much caffeine, they start getting palpitations. They get sweaty armpits. They get, you know, um, a- almost restless. Their mind is racing too much. But what if you could leverage the bean, right? Right. What if it? What if it's true? What if the research? I mean, because it's good research. I mean, I and I trust the source, and I trust. Um, I validated the source not with just um, other doctor friends of mine, because these guys are all like me. They're real kind of anti-coffee. But what if you leveraged the herb of the bean like you leveraged the herbs that we use in the office, like St. John's wort for infection or for depression? You know, it supports those fac- those faculties. What if we leverage ashwagandha uh, for the adrenal glands and in the coffee bean for, you know, an increased uh, DNA lengthening of a telomere in your brain? What if that's a possibility? No, it's not that I want you drinking gallons of coffee. See, if I give you permission to have a cup of coffee, you're going to have three. So I'm talking a teaspoon twice a day. You know, that's the, tough. And and, and, you, and you're saying, <laughs> yeah. and, you're, and you're like, dude, that, that's like taking all the fun out of it. But what if you're one of these people that every time you get into coffee, you start having you know headaches or migraines or allergies, and and a lot of times people are buying you know cheap uh, already pre-ground coffees. And they don't realize it, but those things are so loaded with mold. They've already gone rancid. They de- 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 they're degenerate, uh, you know, products, and they're not good for your body. But what if you freshly ground your own, or you did these cold brew type things that don't heat treat it, and um, and you just had a little bit, you know, and you used it therapeutically, not because you're trying to like, you know, um, I hate water and I need coffee. And so I'm trying to. I know y'all gonna drink it anyway. <laughs> I ain't crazy. Are you? Are you nuts? They I have mean, to do their talking, I mean, so they need the coffee, that's right? right? That's right. My wife's got the t-shirt, man. She's got the coffee cup. She's got a coffee cup like wall or something of all the little cutesy coffee cups that she's collected over the years. And and so one of the things that I know for certain is I'm not here to tell you that you can't enjoy it. But now let me ask you a different question: Are you loading your coffee up with dairy? It, which is obviously we've talked about it multiple times that it's not necessarily good for you in any way, shape, and form, <laughs> and or sugar. Yeah. Or are you just are you truly looking for? I mean, cause some people go, "Oh yeah, I like a little bit of coffee with my sugar." Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, yeah sugar, milk, uh, and then just for color, they that, throw in a little that's bit right. of. Right. They might have put a tablespoon, a teaspoon of coffee in there, right? Yeah. And um and so I'm not here to tell you that you can't have it. I'm trying to give you <laughs> new ideas on how to make it therapeutically valuable so that you're not overstimulating your adrenal glands or overstimulating your cell structure and burning out neurons in your brain and causing things like headaches or migraines or restlessness and, and, and but yet giving you still some layer of therapeutic benefit 
that research does support. Yeah. I mean, I can't turn a blind eye to what is there. You, you know? know, so this is the beginning of the third week for me for not having an energy drink in the morning or coffee. And before that, I was actually doing both. I'd have an energy drink and then I would drink coffee. And you needed them, didn't you? Yeah, I needed I still could. You know what? I'm thinking about it right now. I could definitely go for one right now. But I feel okay. You know, I feel good. And I could feel better maybe if I had one. But I don't know. I don't know. But I, I, I've had them like at other times in the day, but not in the morning. Yeah. And it's not every day. Right. And, you know, and it's it, but it's a it's I think what you're putting yourself through is you're showing yourself that you can do all things through Christ, right? You don't need, you shouldn't need anything but Jesus, right? And I mean, my herbal throat spray. And your herbal throat spray, yeah. And your minerals and your fish oil, right? Uh, I mean, <laughs> and all these other things. <laughs> there might be a few other things we need, right? Uh, but, I mean, but really, we, sh- we, we, we have to eat every day. If we didn't, uh, we wouldn't. And, and we, we wouldn't have the society that's built around food. You know, we wouldn't have family functions built around food. Uh, fuel is a natural part of what we do. But recognizing and assessing where your body is. And at Living Well Clinical Nutrition Center, we're in League City, Texas. And uh, you can give us a call, 281-554-8600. We'll give you some more information. Or you can visit our website at justlivewell.com. And you can take some of our health surveys because assessing your health allows you to know where you're at. We've got energy surveys. We've got allergy surveys. We've got sleep surveys. And we want you to know that the symptom in, uh, check engine lights that your body is throwing off are giving you insight to where you are in the aging process. You know, if you're 77, wouldn't you rather feel like 37? Yeah. Well, I met that guy, you know, uh, Russell Jaffe, and uh, he is an amazing, uh, you know, human being, full of energy, full of life. You know, he goes, I'm going to be dancing at 120, and I want you there with me. And, and so these are some of the mentors that have gone before us. And I'm standing on the shoulders of giants sharing these messages and helping people recognize and see that it is more um, than re- relying on easy. We've got to stop wanting life to be easy and start falling in love with the process. Uh, and, and, and when you fall in love with the process, success is assured, so says Dr. Birnbach. And thank you for that, sir. And, um, you know, great friend, great mentor, great coach, great, you know, um, uh, great influence in my life. And I, I find always that we've got to surround ourselves with people that are better than we are. We've got to surround ourselves with people that are going to push us out of our comfort zone. You know, we, we've got to soar with the eagles. You've got, to get, you've got to get acclimated to not having a lot of oxygen in the air, right? And, and, and that hormetic state where your body is now being challenged to level up. You know, to push yourself in your exercise regimen, to push yourself in what, and to, to be awakened to the idea that your brain needs to be warmed up just like your body needs to be warmed up. And so what you eat is important, but what you don't eat is more important. And we want you to know that if you've got symptoms, you've got challenges, you've got health conditions, diagnoses in your body, we've got answers. We've got tools for you uh, to help you in your quest to live better, be better, and stay better. And we've got great events going on all the time as well at our office. We've got a mommy meetup September 16th from uh, 9 to 11 in the morning. And that's something that Dr. Amber puts on. She loves working with um, uh, moms and prenatal and postnatal moms. We've got a, you know, um, on September 21st, that Moonlight Yoga. She's going to be, Dr. Amber's going to be teaching a 
uh, pelvic reconditioning class. I probably need to go to that too. We probably all do, you know, because nobody's got good core anymore. But uh, but moms especially that have gone through the pregnancy phase of life, um, their body's forever changed. Mm-hmm. And so they need to care for their body differently. So, you know, no matter where you're at postpartum, come, you know, come to this class and, and, and be a part of what Living Well is doing. We have education programs every month. We have an immunological talk this month uh, on September 24th at 6.30. And these are designed to give you guys more information to help you make better decisions so that you can have better results in your life. Dr. Chopin, next week, you know, speaking of, you know, the the pelvic conditioning and all that. So when, remember whenever I when it got adjusted, is there any way that you could bring like a mobile table or I can have like a table set up and you just like adjust me? Because my... My, my hips, my pelvis, like everything's out of order. I feel like I'm Captain Hook walking around over here. <laughs> I want to do it. I, I'm willing to do it and have everybody hear me scream, you know, on, on Facebook <laughs> if they're willing to watch that. Or maybe it'll be our worst viewed show of all time. So I sure hope not. I, I, would, <laughs> I, I love educating people about the power of chiropractic. I mean, you know, leveling up the nervous system. I mean, an adjustment can do amazing things in the body. And, and I recommend people get an adjustment at least every four to six weeks. I get adjustment every two weeks. Some, and, and, and sometimes, when I'm lucky, every week. And, and the, the nervous system wants to be stimulated. And we can use therapies. You know, We can use techniques to activate. I use cold laser therapy uh, where I can activate mitochondria deep inside the cell structure of my body. I can you know, elevate my tissues to function better. You know, chiropractic, acupuncture, uh, massage, uh, nutrition. I mean, we, we use all things that are non-drug uh, approaches because we sought out to find the underlying cause of all disease and make sure that drugs and surgery are not in that conversation. And so we always want to encourage people, you know, uh, give us a call. Living Well loves to be of service to all things and all people dealing with health conditions and, uh, you know, sometimes just life. You know, we want to be a positive influence, just like KG Radio is a positive influence to everybody that tunes in. So we're so glad that you all tune in. We want to encourage you guys to share this show and, and give people you know a chance to revisit what it is that we're sharing because you never know. People want information. They don't know that good information exists. If you find value in this, we ask you to share it, like us, and uh, tune in every week because we want to know what it is that you want to talk about, and we know beyond a shadow that we can help you. Thank you, Dr. Chapa. Yeah. Hey, coming up next, we have Colton Trout. He's been in studio one time before. This is going to be his triumphant return where we're going to be learning about <laughs> everything that he is doing. So he is a busy guy, very talented, and we're going to be touching on it. We're going to take a quick break on the FM. We're going to keep it going behind the scenes here on our Facebook page, and we're also going to keep it going on Channel 46. This is KHEA Radio, 99.5 FM. All right, brother. Thank you, Dr. Chapa. We'll, we'll knock it down again next time. Let's do it. It's a plan. How's the throat, by the way? It's getting there. I think it's getting there. So where are we at this week, percentage-wise? I would say it's about the same. Okay, we got hung a little bit. Yeah. Did you do as good a job the first uh, as the second week taking all your stuff? Mm-hmm. Yeah, except for Saturday. Yeah, well, that's not going to I've been doing it yeah, every day but Saturday because it's right there, and then on Sunday I'm here anyway, so I just come in here and pop it. Good. Uh, are you doing it once a day or twice a day? Once a day. The, the supplements. Yeah. So let's see if we can get a little bit more of the mineral and the fat in this week and push it. So take it two yeah, times. because you shouldn't have gotten stuck. Yeah, it might just need another little dose. Okay. So thank you. Anyway, buddy, have a great afternoon. See ya. See ya. See ya. Facebook, what's up? Let me know what you guys are up to today. Dr. Chapa was sharing a bunch of very useful, helpful information. 
Um, I see that some people were asking some questions that we weren't able to get to, but I did tag Living Well Clinical Nutrition, which is Dr. Chapa's office. If you want to, you can call his office as well, and maybe they will be able to answer some of your questions. They're very helpful. and uh, Or they'll answer, answer on social media. What's up? Good. How are you? Good, dude. Good to see you. I'm going to make sure I got your camera. If you're a little taller than Dr. Choppa, <laughs> or a different posture. Just a little bit taller. Let's see. Mm. We'll find out. <laughs> I'm liking your, your, your buds, dude. They're Thank really you. Sparkly. <laughs> yeah. So these are, uh, does that look good? Yeah. So these are ones that I use for music. Okay. Being a musician. So I've had them for yeah. some, some years. And then I just it hit me one day, and I was like, "Why well, don't I? I don't know. Like, just try it because they they're really they're good, you know." Yeah. And and then you see, I see people on TV like the sports the sports guys, and they always have their little earbuds. And I was like, "Oh, I have yep. custom molds. Yeah. I might as well." <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Custom molds are always definitely helpful. I had some headphones that were kind of similar to that, and they were phenomenal. Yeah, but they were definitely not custom. <laughs> yeah, like the sure, like sure makes some, and we have some that we've used mobile for like one year, mm-hmm. where it just goes around yeah. and it just pops in there, yeah. and it just looks better. And then I was like, they don't have to mess up my hair, yeah. <laughs> like everything. That's the main thing, you know. Yeah, like. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's always great. So what's up? How you been doing? Good, doing really good. So staying absolutely busy. I mean, like you just kind of said a couple yeah. of minutes ago, it's like I am a busy guy. Um, which has been a ton of fun though. So we've been doing some restructuring as far as my coaching programs go, which has been an absolute blast. I remember you were talking so, about taking it to a to a different level mm-hmm. uh, on a larger scale. Mm-hmm. Is that what's yeah. going on? Yeah, yeah. So beforehand, I had like two separate programs that I was taking people through, and people were seeing some amazing results. But I wanted to kind of niche down a little bit more, narrow down a little bit more, so that way I could scale up even more. Mm-hmm. And so that's pretty much what I just did, is instead of having two separate programs, I have one program, but like three separate levels. Okay. So, which allows me to help my clients on like a 10 times like faster basis, as far as, because our goal is to help them double their business, right? Mm-hmm. Actually double their business in like 90 to 180 days, which takes a lot of work and a lot of focus. So this new program actually allows me to do that like 10 times better. That's awesome. So, yeah. Yeah. Very cool. So we got here. Let's go on the FM right now before this one starts. Here we go. Good morning. This is KHEARadio.com 99.5 FM. It's 10.06 on a Tuesday that feels like a Monday, <laughs> which makes me excited. We got Colton Trout here in studio. What's up, Colton? What's up? How's it going? Pretty good. You know, you were in once before mm-hmm. and... Was that how many months ago was that? Was it like maybe like three months ago or so? Yeah, probably about there. Yeah, time flies. Yeah, yeah it does. <laughs> it's weird. So you've been busy. Mm-hmm. You've been restructuring and doing mm-hmm. some things. Can you share the name of I get you know the business that you have and yeah. what the idea behind it is? Yeah. So the business that I have is called the Today's Today Crew. Essentially, its goal is to coach solo entrepreneurs and teams on how to create the required changes within their business, their organization, their teams in order to scale up and to grow on a faster timetable. So it takes the theme of today's today, meaning that yesterday is gone, tomorrow is in the future. So what can we do today to actually go reach our success? Mm-hmm. So yeah, and I like it. You know that is important to focus on now, and we get caught up in you know the past. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's either past relationships yeah. or choices that you made that you know like that could have changed your life forever. But hey, that stuff is it's gone. Yeah, and so you only have you know today, right. and then yeah. you have tomorrow too. But you can make those choices today to set up your future. Yeah, well, so it's actually really kind of funny, and this was something that I was thinking about probably a month or two ago. Um, If we think about it, 
today actually never ends. Like hmm. tomorrow, it's always tomorrow. It's today. <laughs> tomorrow, we literally never, ever, ever reach tomorrow. <laughs> so it's like, okay, so that means I literally only ever have today to actually go reach my goals and reach my success. But so many people are planning for their success to happen where? Tomorrow, tomorrow 40 right? years from now, exactly. when, I, when I retire or exactly. whatever I'm going to do, you know? Exactly. So it's wow. one of those things. It's like, wait, okay, so that means I literally only have today to go reach my success. Like, what am I doing today to actually go reach that? Yeah. It sounds so. simple, but it's it's really deep, kind mm-hmm. of. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you get yeah. one of those mind explosion type <sighs> moments right there. Yep. Like, oh, mm-hmm. yep. That's, that's yep. Good. Yeah. Well, it's, it's one of those things. Like, I was talking with a client about it, and I kind of shared it with her, and she was like, Oh wow! <laughs> and then it's like her her entire business just exploded just based off of that one little kind of mindset shift because it was like okay, wow, I really do only have today to go reach it. So like, what am I doing today? Like, am I taking a little bit of action to go reach my success, or am I taking a lot of action? And am I taking focused action, or am I just trying to stay busy? Hmm. So yeah. So what kind of entrepreneurs do you work with? Like, what lines of work are they in all over the place? So I have, yeah. So a lot of the entrepreneurs that I work with are kind of all over the place. I've worked with um, people in the fitness industry. I've worked with people in the influence industry through social media. I've worked with online business coaches. Um, I've worked with people who have physical locations, mm-hmm. um, product-based and service-based. But it's typically solo entrepreneurs or people that have teams anywhere between five to ten people. Okay. Mm-hmm. Do you need a team of five to ten people? I mean, or can like a team of one, you know, kind of make it happen for a business? So it depends on the business and it depends on the scale of the business. If you haven't reached six figures yet, you can get away with you doing it all. And then you can get away with like a personal assistant. Right. And it's just the two of y'all kind of battling away. Um, once you kind of go over that six figure mark, if you want to continue going over that six figure mark and not just hit like 200,000, 300,000, you want to go upwards, it's going to require a team. It may not be five to 10 people, right? Like, um, I know coaches, uh, and entrepreneurs that have a team of three or four people, right? They have their personal assistant and they have a couple other people that help them on the production side of what it is that they do. What they need done. Exactly. Yeah. And so, and then from there, they're able to scale up to like 500,000, 600,000, 700,000. Um, but if you're trying to go upwards of like a million, yeah, you're going to need a team eventually because you cannot do that all on your own. There's yeah. way too much scheduling going on. There's way too much behind the scenes work going on. Um, especially if you're a business coach, like there's speaking engagements that you're going to, and you have to coordinate with, and you don't want to have to sit there and coordinate like your hotel and your car rides and all this other kind of stuff. It's little things that you can delegate that allow you to scale up even faster. Yeah. So. What about a, like a virtual assistant? I'm sure you've seen yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Are, are those useful? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Especially in today's world, because uh, a lot of the entrepreneurs that I work with do work online through social media. Uh, so they do not have like a physical location kind of office. So a virtual assistant to them is extremely crucial because they don't actually have a place for an assistant to come to. So and you can also find a virtual assistant that may be a little bit cheaper than having an actual assistant physically there with you through social media. Yeah. So, wow. yeah. So yeah. if somebody if somebody's an entrepreneur, you know, they have a business, maybe it's been going on for a while. Yeah. You know, what are some things that they're probably missing out on that they should be focusing on, you know, to, to go to that next level or at least continue being successful? Uh, one of the biggest things is going to be delegation. If you're not delegating, you're not growing um, just because. You can do everything on your own. You shouldn't have to do everything on your own. 
Um, and if you want to speed up that success process, you're going to have to delegate and you need to start delegating early, probably before you even think that you need to start delegating. I think a lot of people might have an issue and, and I've seen this in myself, you know, or even, you know, past jobs where it's hard to give that power away because yeah. you want to have that, you know, it's my name on it or yeah. this is my business. Yeah. And I, can I trust somebody who's yeah. going to have that same passion I yeah. do? Yeah. Well, so that and that goes down to so like when I'm coaching people to kind of like take that step to actually go delegating something, um, I work with them on how to actually go pick somebody out to actually go do it. Find the person. To find the person, mm -hmm. right? Because if you don't find a, somebody that's in line with your vision, your purpose, and the character that you're portraying through your organization or team, like then no, they're not going to go do everything that you want them to go do to the best of their ability or to the way that you want it done. But that also falls back on the leader on they may not have communicated the expectations properly for them to go do it. Because if you've communicated those expectations very clearly and properly and even gone so far as to like write a checklist of how exactly to do things, then, I mean, there's no kind of reason why they wouldn't do exactly what you want them to do. I mean, yeah. you literally told them black and white, this is exactly <laughs> what I want you to do. If they don't do it, then obviously you need to fire them and you need to go, yeah. you need to go find somebody different. Yeah. So, wow. Yeah. You know, should you look for that person, that perfect person, if you're delegating something, mm -hmm. should they be too much like, like, like you or just like a little bit different or totally opposite so that way they can, they're not necessarily like a yes man, you know, or you're like, hey, that's a bad idea. Maybe you shouldn't do that. Yeah. You know? So... When you're probably looking for somebody to delegate things, you're probably not looking for them to kind of come to you and start telling you, like, how to run your business. You're looking more for them just to complete certain tasks that are checklist. minute. Yeah, like a checklist kind of thing, like sending out emails, responding to emails, filling up your calendar, uh, scheduling calls. Um, like I'm going and I'm being interviewed on a closed Facebook group later this week and the guy has a personal assistant and I haven't talked to the guy that runs the group. I've talked to the personal assistant as far as scheduling, as far as photos, as far as bios and like what I'm talking about and everything that they need. So it's like those minute kind of things. Like gotcha. she's not telling him like how to run his business. Like she's just doing like what needs to be done. And then if you have someone in that role that is trying to tell you how to run your business, then is that maybe it's not the right fit for them. Well, unless that's exactly what you want. Yeah. So, I mean, it just depends on like what you want. Because you can find personal assistants that you're like, I want you to be completely open. If you're seeing something that I'm doing that may not work, like you have full reign to tell me, hey, that's not going to work. You need to do something different. But that goes back down to the expectations and what it is exactly that you want out of that kind of relationship. Yeah. So yeah, That's kind of uh, one of those like a Disney movie where it's like, yeah. oh, it's the assistant, you know, they're, and then they yeah. have the idea and then they work their way up and they're like the number, the number two yep. vice president of the company. Yeah. Interesting. Yep. Yeah. So that, that's one thing, you know, learn to delegate. Yeah. You know, you're an entrepreneur, uh, you're in a, a line of work and you can learn to delegate, I guess, and, yeah. and find somebody that'll be able to, to help you out because you can't do it all by yourself. No, you definitely can't. Yeah. Well, what are, do you have like two other yeah. maybe tips? Yeah. yeah. One of them definitely is going to be getting a coach. Go find a business coach. And I'm not saying, like, come find me. Like, if I'm the one that's going to fit your business, obviously, like, come to me. But you need to find a business coach or somebody that is ahead of where you're at to help coach you to get to there on a faster timetable. It's like taking decades and turning them into days. Hmm. But you're only able to do that if you have a coach. So a coach, and that's one of the most powerful things that coaches do, is they take decades and they turn them into days. And a lot of people miss out on that either because of finances. They're like, oh, they're too expensive. I can't, I can't afford that, which is why I actually have three levels to my program so I can meet anybody as far as the income that they're bringing in and scale them up and work with them um, because a lot of coaches are on the more expensive side. 
but they're able to take those decades. I'm able to take those decades and turn them into days because I've been on the entrepreneurial journey for 10 years now. Mm -hmm. Like not everybody's been able to do that. Uh, not everybody has like my expertise and my knowledge. So when I go into a business, I'm able to automatically look at something and be like, okay, this is what we need to go do. Versus if you're sitting in your business, you may not be able to recognize that. So bringing somebody from the outside to look into it, into your business allows your business to grow and to flourish on a quicker timetable, just because they're aware of things that you're probably not aware of. Yeah. And, so, and, that, and that's important. Yeah. You know, just finding somebody who's done it, somebody who's been able to, uh, you know, I guess be successful. Yeah. And then kind of pass that info mm -hmm. along as well. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. You know, there's there's a gentleman who came in and he owns, you know, a food truck that turned into a brick and mortar. It's called Nacho Nachos. And there's a guy that, uh, that he kind of looked up to as a coach. His name is Mike Watts. And so I've been following Mike. He's an entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. He actually went on Shark Tank, got a deal with Damon John. Nice. And like, you know, Damon's in Houston. Yeah. Mike Mike's hanging out with him. Yeah. And it's just like, you know, to have that, you know, a connection to yeah. somebody who's, you know, been able to do it. I was like, I was telling one of my friends, I was like, just to have, I would love to bring Mike on, you know, yeah. I, you know, just to be able to, the influence that he has, yeah. the, the conversations he's had, yeah. there's a lot of information you can't, yeah. I mean, that I'm sure he knows. It's really yeah. cool to think about. Yeah, it is but, really um, cool. So, I mean, that's one of the things like I do for my podcast is I bring those types of people on to the podcast. Like, um, are you aware of ClickFunnels? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I brought on one of their head people. Um, that works in their nonprofit and their marketing department onto the podcast. That's awesome. Like, yeah, it's yeah. like one of those cool things, like through social media and like through having those kind of connections and coaches, like you're able to kind of like meet those people, which is phenomenal. Yeah, and to be a company like that, the amount of research that they probably put into social media and so, the team they have, yeah. there's, there's like so many, what I'll just call like a nugget, I don't really like that word, but people <laughs> have told me that like, that's a nugget, I'm like... Yeah. <laughs> I guess it is, you know, like dropping some nuggets and you, you, draw, you get one and you get enough and then you end up with, you know, a mm -hmm. bunch of golden nuggets yep. and, and it's good, you know? Yep. So, okay. So that's, uh, you know, virtual, whether that's a virtual assistant, get someone to help delegate. Mm -hmm. Um, and then what was the second one again? So coaching, coaching, get a coach. Get a coach. I like, it doesn't even matter what income level you're at right now. Mm -hmm. If you want to grow on a faster timetable, you have to have a coach. And can you kind of go through like, what is a coach going to be able to offer? Yeah. So it's going to kind of depend on the coach. Mm -hmm. um, I can speak from my personal experience um, from the coaches that I've had and that I have. Um, and then from my own coaching program, the, the number one thing that they're bringing to the table is the awareness of what your business should look like 10 years from now. Mm -hmm. So most of the times when entrepreneurs are in their business, right, they're looking at their business from the day to day operations. They sometimes lose sight of the grand big picture of where their business is going. So having a coach, a coach can come in and say, OK, we want to be here and this is where your business can be and should be here, which may open up the individual's eyes to saying, "Whoa, it can actually do a lot more than I thought it could do. Um, and then they know the process to actually get you there. So it takes a lot of the guessing game kind of out of it. Does that yeah. make sense? Yeah. So like when I'm working, especially like with business coaches um, or smaller teams and scaling up to six figures, it's one of the things I'm able to come in and be like, okay, we do this, 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 and this, and then boom, you're hitting six figures in the next 90 days or the next 180 days, depending on how much one-on-one -on -one time that I get with them versus them sitting around for 90 to 180 days. Like I want to hit six figures, but I don't know how to do it. 
how do I do this? Oh, let me try this. Let me try this. Oh, that didn't work. Let me try this one now. And then you're just hopping from thing to thing to thing to thing to thing. And then your business isn't getting any directional, clear, intentional focus to actually go hitting six figures. Yeah. Because you're trying all these different things. Because there's like a kajillion coaches out there. They're saying, oh, try this, do this, do this. But if you follow a system, you will reach the goal that you have. Right. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's just pick a system, pick a process, but go follow that process. And stay with it. Exactly. Yeah. And coaches are able to help provide the accountability to go do that, the foresight to go do that, the vision to go do it. And then they provide the process and the system for you to follow. Mm -hmm. So like for me specifically, like my coaching program, I have a series of system and processes that work and are translatable into almost any kind of business. But I don't want you just to follow a system and process. I want you to translate that system and process into your business. Does that make sense? Yeah. So a lot of coaches bring their own system and processes, and then they say, oh, just follow this exactly, and then you go reach your success the next two, three, four, five years. Mm -hmm. So, Do you think even a, like a bad business idea, if someone has the right work ethic and you know maybe the right <laughs> advice that it can be successful? It's, it's ridiculous how much that happens. Um, there are so many businesses out there that I've seen that I'm like, how on earth? Did that I think like snuggy, like it's kind of like you know, just like <laughs> stuff like that that kind of just like caught on, and it's kind of funny, but yeah, a know. lot of them though they have that awe factor. It's mm -hmm. just kind of like, whoa, like what on earth is like it's so outrageous that everybody just falls in love with it. Mm -hmm. So yeah, no, there are definitely some businesses that are out there that do that. But then again, you look at snuggies though, like are they still around? Not like, that not I can really, see. Yeah. right? Because it's you not it typically big. sustainable. And then this mm -hmm. is like cash out, mm -hmm. sell it, mm -hmm. and then and then you're good to go. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> like have it go viral, but it's not sustainable. Right. So yeah, so you definitely have to. But that too goes down to the health of your business and like the health of your products. So like that product was phenomenal, but they didn't maintain more products that had the same healthy level as a Snuggie did, which is why their business yeah. stopped. Like you don't hear about them anymore. You know, does does any business uh, that is successful is part of it luck, or I mean, what maybe we, I would consider luck, but they're really like working, you know, to get to get lucky. Um, no, there. I mean, there are obviously some businesses that like it was just right time and right place, and it just happened. Um, but even still, with those kinds of instances, like there were so many hours put in beforehand to actually get to that point. Mm -hmm. So I don't believe in luck when it comes to business being successful. I believe in the work ethic and the consistency that you're taking to make it successful. Mm -hmm. So if somebody is like putting an hour in a week for their business, it's going to take a ridiculously long time for them to go reach the success that they may want. Now, if they're only looking to make like an extra $100 a month, then sure, yeah, you can go put in an hour, two hours. You want to make six figures? You want to make more than six figures? It's going to take a lot more than an hour, and it's not going to happen by luck, right? I like to say is like if it's imagining a bird is flying overhead with a million dollars, and it just happens to land on your lap. Does that happen? No. No, it does, it does not happen. <laughs> that would be awesome if that happened. Today's the day. Just, we'll see. Right? Yeah. Today's the day. Like, who knows? Let's go. It may happen. <laughs> exactly. So, but it's like one of those things, like, you can go work, though, to go make the million dollars faster than that happening. Mm -hmm. So, but it's from that consistent work that you're putting in to go do that. Okay. So, yeah. So we got uh, delegate, learn to mm -hmm. delegate, you know, definitely need to get a business coach so that way you can, you know, speed up the process yeah. unless you want to yeah. you know, drag it out and enjoy the, the grind, That's the pain and grind maybe. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. What, what's the third tip? 
Um, ooh, third tip. And there's so many. And that's one of those things, like, too, is, like, giving tips and advice, like, to, to entrepreneurs and to business owners, it's always really difficult because there's not one tip that can make a radical change within your organization or your team or your mindset that will radically bring your goals and dreams into your reality on a faster timetable. Mm -hmm. There are tips that can compound to go do that. But if you just get like one tip, like that's not going in of itself, isn't going to magically make everything happen. And so it's like, it's always difficult to like think of those tips because I want to make sure that, um, and this is one of the kind of the characters that I portray within my business and what I'm always trying to portray to my clients is creating that radical change, not necessarily on like a radical, like, big scent like change as far as like your business goes like you're in baking and now you're going to go do cooking or something like that um but creating a radical movement forward and that doesn't typically happen from just like one piece of advice sure but if you were to do something consistently um like taking a piece of advice and applying it consistently then obviously that can happen and so the biggest thing that i can say for that is going back to kind of the first thing that i always teach all of my clients which is vision casting Um, which is basically the process of casting your vision for your organization, for your life on a grand scale, and then working it back down to your daily activity. How do you get there? And then meditating on it. Yeah. Yeah. So like when I work with people, especially when I'm working with them one-on-one, like we actually spend a week to two weeks on this first step. Like it's one of the most crucial steps. And then what I do is I have them write statements for that vision casting and then that's what they write down on a daily basis. Because a lot of people, they hear the the common, write your goals down on a daily basis. That's great, um, especially if you can consistently do it. But it's one of those things that's kind of like one of those half-truths. Um, it's If you're writing your goals down on a daily basis, half of the time, a month, two months, three months in, it loses the excitement. It loses the energy that you're putting into writing down those goals. Mm-hmm. When you're doing the vision casting, it's a different process to where it's statements that you have that evoke an emotion that reminds you of the vision that you've set. And then you're spending a couple of minutes meditating on that statement as if it has already entered into your reality. Yeah. So it's, it's kind of compiling a couple of things from your subconscious to your conscious and then to your own like physical body, like believing what it is that you're saying. You know, it can be scary saying goals out loud, you know, you know, writing it down sometimes is is a start in the right direction, but just so like, uh, and you know Chef Mary Bass because mm-hmm. we've had conversations like, oh, I know Colton. You know, yeah, we talked about yeah. the cakes. I actually and brought business. her onto my uh, my podcast. Okay, also, mm-hmm. yeah, she's opening a business, Love yeah. Casino by Chef Mary mm-hmm. Bass in Galveston, and she's like, I want to be, um, you know, million dollar catering co- catering yeah. company in five years. Yeah, you know, and for her, you know, she started businesses before and in, yeah. in, in different levels, and yeah. she's still you know in business catering, but now she's gonna have a spot. And for her, I'm just like, man, that's a lot of money. Yeah, but in the grand scheme of things, maybe it's not. And you can, you know, work it backwards. Yeah. So, so, but it's good to have goals, right? Or is- yeah. No, well, it, and it's really crucial. And so I love that she has stated that she wants to have a million dollar business in five years. That's phenomenal. I think that's still too small and that doesn't push her. Like, so having a million dollar business in five years, right? We know that five years down the road, we know that that's going to happen. Whether she reaches a million dollars or she doesn't reach the million dollars. Five mm-hmm. years is coming and it's kind of seeable and it's kind of tangible. Right. So like when I work with people on their vision casting, I'm going so grand, big picture that it's almost like, how the hell am I going to do this? Like, how the heck am I going to do this? Um, 
and it, it just kind of like leaves them in a sense of like oh like i need to get to work yeah like ten, like, <laughs> because, ten, like yeah 10 million dollars or something like that yeah, or 15 so, million or yeah. something well and it's not even necessarily like the income level yes income level is absolutely huge and one of my goals is to reach a hundred thousand dollars a month um but it's one of those things where it's we want to cast more of a vision for what our life and our business is going to look like, not necessarily putting a limit on the income it can make. Okay. Right? So when we do that, like let's say you want to have like a successful public speaking business or you want to have a successful restaurant or in her business, a catering business, right? Mm -hmm. You want to look at what does that look like to either do the million dollar in business or what type of business do you want to have? How many orders do you want to have in? How many events are you catering? What events are you catering? Because it may be more than a million dollars in income at the level that you actually want it to be at. So you're, you just limited yourself to hitting a million dollars in the next five years when in reality, three years, you could be doing twice that amount because you're running the business that you actually want to run. Does that yeah. make sense? Yeah. Yeah. So too many people limit themselves. Like a million dollars. Like it sounds ridiculous. A million dollars is not hard to make. Like it's not hard to make mm-hmm. if you really think if you really think about it. And so if you look more at the aspect and cast a vision of like, what do I want my business to look like? Then it allows you to reach probably a higher income than you may have thought that it was possible at that level. Um but it also allows you to reach it a little bit faster yeah. because like a million dollars, like, yeah, you can think that um, in five years, like that's great to go kind of see and reach. But if you have your outlined business that you want to have, there's more structured steps to reaching that and you can reach it a little bit faster. Yeah. One thing you said in, and I like this is you want to, you know, whenever you're doing that vision, what do you want your business to look like? Yeah. Because there's probably certain things and I'm going to use catering that you can yeah. make more money in catering yeah. doing this, but Hey, you know, I don't want my business to look like that. Yeah. I want to, I would rather do this because this is yeah. what I love and my yeah. passion. And so it's like, well, I can make more money, but yeah. I want to do this. So let's, yeah. let's go. Yeah. You know? But I mean, and that comes down to it as well as like money isn't like the be all end all. Like that should, if you're chasing after money, you will never stop chasing it. You'll never reach it and you'll never be satisfied. But if you have a vision for your business and where you want it to go, like that's more attainable than a certain income. And that'll be more fulfilling than a certain income. Mm-hmm. Like I know when I reach my goals, it'll be way more than $100,000 in income, but it's going to be 10 times more fulfilling to reach that than it is to have over $100,000 in income on a monthly basis. Yeah. Like the money's great, but the impact that it's creating is way more fulfilling than the money. So yeah. yeah. So actually being able to help people, that's important yeah. to you. Yeah. Oh, extremely, extremely important. So, yeah. You know, I'm, I met someone the other day and they were at the gym and I did this a vlog series of like a workout transformation yeah. thing. It was it was fun. That's awesome. And the guy was like, "Hey, what's up? What's your name?" I was like, "My name's Guardian." You know, I met him. Yeah. And he was like, "You know, the reason I joined this gym is because I saw the videos, you know, that you did." <laughs> and he said, "That's he said that's the reason I did it." You know, and you know, thank you, like kind yeah. of a thing like that. And it's just a really it was like a surreal moment. And I was like, yeah. "Man, that's that's awesome." You know, yeah. to hear that. And he's it was like his first week there. Yeah. And, you know, started on the right path. Awesome. But it is cool to, you know, to be able to help people out, you know, have yeah. hopefully he sticks with it and it's fun, you know, yeah. it, was, it was nice to meet him. But being able to actually help people is important. Yeah. It's way more fulfilling than getting a dollar sign it or is. like having something hit your bank. Like, don't get me wrong. Like having income is phenomenal and you need to have income, mm-hmm. um, especially if you run a business. If you don't have income, there's a huge issue and you need to fix that issue extremely quickly. Um, but it's not the be all end all. 
Um, it's like chasing the money rabbit. Like if you're you're always chasing it, you're never gonna yeah. catch it. So when so. if somebody comes to you and they're you know you're gonna be their business coach mm-hmm. and they're like, I want the money, money, money. Are you gonna try and redirect them or be like, hey, no, that's your goal. Let's go make the money. So the the money is definitely a portion of where I coach at. Um, for those that don't know, I used to be a financial advisor. Um, had my investment licenses, insurance licenses. Worked that business for a really long time. Or for um, I say a really long time. It felt like a really long time. Um, learned a lot about how money works. Mm-hmm. And so that's absolutely an area that I help coach people in because your income and your money, a part of your business is absolutely crucial. So I help them in a sense to understand that, um, and to go chase after certain monetary goals, because that's a measurable that we can measure the, as far as the level of business that you're at and if you're reaching your goals or not. But if somebody's just money hungry, I kind of like to do this where I'll probe and I'll kind of ask why, but like, I won't just ask it once or twice. Like I'll actually ask it like 12 times in different ways or the exact same way. No, the exact same way. I will literally (laughs) sit there and I was like, why? And then they'll go and they'll tell me like, but why? And then probably about like the sixth time they're like, are you serious? I'm like, I'm going to keep asking this until we actually find out why it is that you want the money. And then it's typically has nothing to do with the money, but it has everything to do with creating an impact. And they think that the money creates the impact. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't. So it, it's more of like, okay, see that impact that you're chasing after, it has nothing to do with that money. Like the money's great. Um, and you, you definitely want to have that income and that income is absolutely doable. Um, I don't think that's going to be difficult to go reach, but we want to chase after that impact that your heart is yearning for versus the income that your stomach is yearning. For. Yeah. And I guess the impact could be like stability mm-hmm. or, you know, my kids for college yeah. or, you know, yeah. I just want to be successful or change yeah. my my outlook. Someone told me I couldn't do it. You know, that's yeah. those are the reasons yeah. I guess that people would be like, I want to be rich. You know, or yeah. I want to make money. I want yeah. to be successful. But why? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So a lot of it kind of comes down to as well is I struggled with X, Y, Z, and I don't want other people to struggle with that. Mm-hmm. And so it kind of comes down to that, and they think it's like, well, if I'm making a million dollars, then that means I must be impacting people. No, not necessarily. You can run a million dollar business and have no impact and actually be hurting more lives than you're actually helping. So we want to focus on that impact um, of actually helping people go from like, okay, I suffered through this and I don't want people to go through that as well. So Mm -hmm. then we work from there. So you you mentioned there's like a three-tier coaching process. Is that all online? How does that work? Yeah. So I run my coaching business strictly through online. Um, The majority of it is through Zoom calls, so one-on-one coaching calls, or I have my mastermind, which is also done through Zoom calls, and then through my closed Facebook community Mm -hmm. um, where I have my courses uploaded. I do live Q&As with them. I do other Facebook Lives and coaching sessions. Um, But yeah, the majority of it is online. I have a few clients that I meet with one-on-one because they're here in the local area. Um, but majority of my clients aren't here in the local area. And so it's easier for me to reach them through social media. But it's also easier too for business owners, especially nowadays, like because we are all so busy, like I have a structure set up. So on Thursday nights, I do my mastermind call. It's a two-hour call. And anybody that's a part of that mastermind group can hop on that call and we do our mastermind call. But it's every single Thursday night. So it's kind of structured. And then on bi-weekly on Wednesday nights, I do my live Q&As for my low level, and I'm basically answering any questions for them. And then for the one-on-one coachings, it's easier to schedule a one-hour to two-hour coaching call where you don't have to come to me and I don't have to come to you. So we're not worrying about time as far as driving to certain places. We can just hop on the call and we can go. Mm -hmm. It allows you to create more impact and more action within your business, a little bit more 
easily and a little bit uh, quicker. Okay. So yeah. So is the one on one is that like at the the highest mm-hmm. level? Yeah. So I mastermind. Ha- yeah. So I have my beginner level. I have my intermediate level, and then I have my expert level. So my intermediate um, is for people that are either like starting out or they have a business that just isn't creating a lot of income, but they want it to create more income. Um, and so that's like my cheapest level so that way people have easy access to it. Um, but that's where it's like the live Q and A's and the Facebook lives and then the courses that they have access to. And then I'll raffle off like one-on-one coaching for them. And then my mastermind is that intermediate level, um, where they actually get access to like four different mastermind calls and then one one-on-one coaching call. And then my expert level is I'm working with them one-on-one and we're doubling their business in 90 days. Mm. So, and that's attainable 90 days. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen it time and time again. Wow. So, I mean, it's just that, that clear intentional focus and direction within that 90 day time period. And it's totally doable. So, I mean, obviously if, if a business is already doing like a million dollars, right. Doubling that in 90 days is probably gonna take a little bit longer than 90 days. But majority of businesses, if they're making between five to $10,000 in income, doubling that 90 days, like give me 60 days and let's go. (laughs) So, but yeah, going through that 90 days, it allows me to take you through the course and then allows us to, to create the structure to duplicate the process that we go through in that 90 days and do it again and again and again. Because most of the time when people have a business, right? And let's say they're making 10,000 income, they want to make $20,000 in income on a monthly basis. Once they double it, they don't want to just stop there right? They want to double it again and again and again. And so I'm focused not only on helping you double your business, but lay that foundation and that structure for you to be able to repeat the process again and again and again until it hits your your big grand level. Mm -hmm. I think the, you know, one of the most difficult things for people who are entrepreneurs is even if it's just you, the one person you said, Hey, maybe you haven't hit that hundred thousand a year. Mm -hmm. And you're like, I can't afford to hire somebody, you know, you know, what do I do? But then if you think about it, like if you can realistically double your your business yeah. in, in 90 days, then you probably can't afford to hire yeah. somebody. Yeah. And my coaching too. Um, and this is where I get honestly a lot of grief in the coaching community because I offer so much value and I do so much for my clients. Um, I've had business coaches in the past that just tell me I'm ridiculous um, because my prices aren't super high. Like saying you're doing too much, you need to charge more? Well, pretty much, yeah. And so (laughs) it's one of those things like, so my expert level, um, it's a couple thousand dollars for people to get access to to that expert level. And I have literally people time and time telling me again, it's like, you need need to be charging like ten to $15,000 for that program. And I'm like, no, I won't do that. Because one, I'm not chasing after the money rabbit. I'm chasing after the impact that it's going to create. Mm-hmm. Now, the price that it is set at, it is um, it definitely takes care of me. It takes care of my bills and everything that I have. Um, and it leaves me for extra and it allows me to grow my business for sure. It's not one of those things like I'm totally underpricing. Um, it's still up there. But yeah, no, I've been told time and time again, people are like, you need to be charging ten to $15,000 for this three-month program. And I was just like, oh my gosh. <laughs> so, I mean, it'll it'll definitely get up there. Um, in the next couple of years. Um, but for the time being, I am way more focused on the clients and creating that impact than I am my own pocketbook. Yeah. And, and I think what's important to, for, I guess everybody remembers, I guess it's pretty scalable because if it's, if it's all oh, yeah. online oh, then yeah. you, you know, you can get those people to access the tools, oh, the material yeah. that you provide. And then, yeah. you know, if, whenever they want to ask questions and yeah. stuff, they can. Yep. Oh so, yeah. It's unbelievably scalable. So, yeah. So on those calls, you know, a two hour call, that's a long time. 
Like, uh, is it how? Do, what's so the the structure of that <laughs> of that call? Uh, it varies on where the client's at and yeah. what the goals are of the client. Um, a lot of it is going to kind of go based down to like what are the processes and procedures that we need to put into place into your business? What changes do we need to create? What awareness do we need to create? And then what challenges and adventures do we need to embark on to go do what we set out to do? Mm-hmm. So, and it just varies from call to call. Um, awesome. So, yeah. But two hours is not long. <laughs> it is actually a it goes really by quick. Oh, unbelievably quick. We get to the two hours and we're like, man, we still have a lot to talk about. <laughs> So yeah. that's once a week mm-hmm. and then next week. Yeah. Can yeah. we touch on your podcast? Yeah. Yeah, what, absolutely. Do you have guests on? What kind of topics does it just range on, on the guest? Yeah. So um, it definitely ranges as far as the guest goes. But the whole goal of the podcast is to help entrepreneurs crush their goals more consistently by helping them crush them on a daily basis. Right. So going back to the theme of today's the day. Mm -hmm. Um, So every single time that I have an entrepreneur on one, it's an entrepreneur that is successful in their field. Um, That's one of my requirements that you are successful and that you are able to provide some form of value to help people crush their goals on a daily basis. So anytime I bring somebody on, that is like our sole focus. We get to learn about them. We get to learn about their business and what they're doing, uh, some of their goals that they have, uh, some of the struggles that they've gone through and overcome. But the main focus is helping them crush their goals on a daily basis. Hmm. So, you know, is there any value talking to people who are maybe not not successful, like entrepreneurs just being like, this is what we don't do? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yes and no. Um, There's definitely value in there are definitely some people that are like just getting started and haven't reached like the level of success that I like to see on my podcast, but that they have an immense amount of value to bring to the podcast. So I've had a couple of people on, but it's still one of those things that unless they've reached that success, there are still things that they may be a little bit naive to um, or that they're focused more on the money or whatever it may be. Um, So if I bring somebody like that on, it's probably going to turn more a little bit more into like a coaching call. A little bit more of like yeah. a challenging call where yeah. like they'll say something we're like, well, what about this? And it'll kind of like we'll go back and forth, not in a way of like, oh, I'm going to call you out on the podcast, but kind of like, well, let's have some authentic conversation about this topic or whatever we're talking about and really dive into a level deeper than just surface level. Like if there's an mm-hmm. elephant in the room, like I'm going to poke the elephant and like, OK, let's go a little bit deeper as far as that's concerned. Yeah. So, yeah. So with your podcast, do you set goals for that, too? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you got to set goals for everything that you do, um, in my personal opinion. Um, and that's encompassed even within the vision casting that I do as well. So, does that ever get annoying to people in your life or like, okay, Colton, you know, like you don't have to, like, it's not a competition. You don't have to set a goal for, you know, who can finish their food the quickest. Not, yeah. not necessarily yeah. that, but yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> well, no, yes and no. Um, <laughs> it's funny because I actually don't share those goals with a lot of people just because they are super grand and super big. A lot of times people will look at me like, okay, Colton, (laughs) bless your heart. (laughs) You go do you. And then there's other people that like, they get fired up when I tell them the goals. And so I tend to tell people that get fired up about it, the goals um, and people that won't get fired up about it, I tend just to like kind of let be. And then once again, though, I'm not focused on sharing my goals to have everybody be like, oh, look at me, look at me, look at me, look at me. Like I'm focused on putting in the action to go accomplish my goals so then they can see the goals were achieved, not me who achieved the goals. Yeah. Does that make sense? You know, yeah, it's important to remember not everybody's your friend. You know, when yeah. you have your, you know, a close circle where you yeah. share certain things yeah. with and then you may be a little bit 
bigger circle yeah. and yeah you know that's probably a mistake that a ton of entrepreneurs have made just sharing stuff with the wrong yep. people yep and it's sometimes family too like i know for me like so and it's really kind of funny so my dad's an entrepreneur um and a very successful entrepreneur but he still has that mindset of like go to school get a good degree get a good yeah. job get married have kids and then retire later on mm-hmm. and i'm over here i'm like nope <laughs> let me do something completely different let me run businesses and let me work in the financial services and build an organization through that and and then let me um start my rum cake business and then let me start my business coaching and he's just looking at it i'm like he like he does not understand pretty much anything that i do um, and so we're able to have some conversation, but a lot of the conversations that we have, we don't talk business just because he's still one of those people that like, when I share something with, he's kind of like, okay, whatever. <laughs> um, but it's still like one of those naysayers. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, times have changed, you know, even with social media making yeah. things, uh, more accessible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, the internet. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. Now you can coach somebody all over, you know, on the mm-hmm. other side of the world. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And it's actually really funny, too. There's a shift happening right now where more business owners are going for younger business coaches because of the shift of social media. Yeah, of the understanding um, of how social media works, how the awareness works, how to create things that catch on fire and become viral. Um, So, yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Right now it's 1044. Speaking to Colton Trout, today's the day. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's the podcast, you know, the website. How can somebody go find more information about everything that you do? Yeah, so the best way to do that is honestly to go to Facebook and look up Colton Trout um, and then send me a message and get connected with me. Um, you can go follow my page that I've got on there. Um, you can send me a friend request. I do accept them. Um, and then I do check my DMs and I respond to every single one. Even that um, folder, like some, you know, there's like the hidden folder that you find once yep, every, Yep. at least mine, I'm like, <laughs> oh, man, this is some weird stuff in here. It's like, yep. a- <laughs> I've gotten some weird things over the years. Um, but no, I actually go check that on a really, really regular basis to make sure that if there are people coming through that are reaching out to me that I just haven't seen. Um, that I'm there to like respond to them. So, but I also have a community on Facebook that you can get access to. That's a free community um, that's got one of my courses up on there and then has some of my other Facebook lives that I'm doing, um, which cool. is kind of coaching you on how to go double your business. But then I have my Today's Today crew. So if you're going to reach out to me on social media, um, make sure to ask about the Today's Today crew and how you can get connected. Awesome. So, yeah. Is there anything else you'd like to share while you're here today? Oh, man. Um, I mean, there's always, like, tons of stuff to share. I mean, there's always tons of stuff to share, Um, especially in business coaching because I'm always learning, too. Like, I'm reading, like, two, three books a month right now. Um, And so my mind is, like, always going. Yeah, what kind of of books are, like, who are the authors or some of the people? Just throw some names. So one of the books that I'm reading is called Contagious. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then I'm going back through and reading The On Purpose Person by Kevin McCarthy. Um, So both of those are absolutely phenomenal books. And then I've got, like, a list of, like, 13 or 14 books. Do you set goals for those? Like, I'm going to read so many books a, a month or a year? I try and read about two to three books a month. Um, so, and now, granted, I do the audio books versus mm-hmm. the actual physical reading of books because if I did that, I'd probably spend one book and go over like a three month, four month time period because yeah. I read so slow. Um, so, I definitely do the audio books, um, but I definitely work on the personal development side on a very regular basis. So, but, and then it just depends on what area it needs to develop like that month or that week on what books I'm reading. Okay, so, cool. Mm-hmm. That's very cool. Yeah, no, I'll, I'll do audio books too. Cause it yeah. is a lot easier. Yeah. You know, as long as my, my kids aren't in the car, 
<laughs> then I'm then I'm able to. Otherwise, they're kind of calling the shots. But yeah. you know, like even at the gym, you know, if you have headphones yeah. in, it's a great opportunity yeah. to to multitask. Yep. Or like I, I know I've done it at the house, like cooking before my wife was talking to me, and I didn't know. And I was like, I'm sorry, okay, I won't do that anymore. But yeah, just yeah. finding the the time to be, yeah. you can be productive, and then you can also. You know, be strategic. You have to be strategic about it, trying to feed yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I turn my car into a classroom, Mm -hmm. right? I'm trying to learn as much as I can when I'm in the the car or, like, when I'm first waking up or when I'm at the gym or going for a walk or going for a run or just doing something where I have nothing else to do, but I have to do that thing, like cooking, right? Yeah. Like, for you, you've got the family, Mm -hmm. and so you (laughs) that's a little bit more of a time that you can't do that for, Um, but yeah. So working in that intentional development as often as possible is so crucial. What part so. of town do you live on? League City. You live in League City? And you yeah. grew up in that area, right? Yes and no. So I've actually moved like 13 times. Um, so I've lived in like Italy. I've lived in Michigan, Colorado, College Station, like Jackson, Clear Lake, Seabrook. Um, so I've moved Memphis. So I've moved quite a little bit. Okay. How did you end up doing that? Uh, so one, my dad moved a lot with his company. He yeah. used to work with Dow Chemical, and so okay. we moved um, about every three years just for that. The Memphis trip was me going back and helping my old boss relaunch her business up there. Um, the Italy trip was a foreign exchange trip that I did, uh, and then the Seabrook was when I moved out and got my own place. Okay. So, yeah, yeah. Cool. So you've you've been a- been able to to travel and and do some oh, uh, yeah. pretty cool stuff. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I'm always traveling. I love to travel. How'd you like Lake Jackson? Uh, it was fun. Uh, we lived right by like the Bayou Center. Yeah. Um, and so we were always going over there and buying those like little candy sticks and all that kind of yeah. stuff. Yeah. So, How old were yeah. you whenever you were over there? I want to say like seven to ten, somewhere okay. around that age frame. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm horrible when it comes to age. Of, like, oh, <laughs> what years were you there? I'm like, uh, <laughs> thirteen times. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> How old am I now? Yeah. 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 Do the math. So, mm-hmm. Funny. Good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So we got about eh, we got about like eight minutes left or so. We're talking to mm-hmm. Colton Trout. If you have any questions, feel free to let let us know, and we'll get those asked. Yeah. Uh, we were talking about at the beginning, you know, some tips that people can do. You know, we talked about delegating as an entrepreneur. We also talked about getting a business coach, somebody who's done it before mm-hmm. and can help you. Can we talk about the importance of social media? You know, a lot of businesses, you know, maybe they're not on there. Or they haven't yeah. grasped it yet. How important is social media, and how can you use it as a tool? So I want to make this really kind of like bold statement. If you're not on social media, your business will not succeed today just because of how important it is. 2.1 billion people are on social media almost every single day. Mm-hmm. Like 2.1 billion people. It's a lot of people. Yeah. People <laughs> go from YouTube to Instagram um, to – so the way things go is it goes – YouTube, Facebook, Messenger, and then Instagram as far as like where people are spending their time. If you're not reaching them where they are, your business is doing 10 10 times less than what it could be doing. And inevitably, it's going to fizzle out because you run out of your client base. Like having a social media presence and following allows you to go past what your physical geological region can reach and what your physical store, if you have a physical store, can reach. Mm -hmm. So only so many people will pass by your certain store. But on social media, you can have thousands of people that live in that same general area but never drive that road can now see your business. And they can now know, hey, I need to go on that road because that business is on that road. I need to go see them. 
but you're not able to do that unless you're on social media and you're actively marketing and you're actively reaching out to that following. Yeah. So whenever you do these these coaching uh, sessions and let's say it's social media specific, mm-hmm. would you you know help someone grow that their social media following or just be like, hey, you know, this is how you should be posting or doing these kind of things, these specific things or just general? So it goes down back to the goals. Um, what are their goals for their social media? Is it to amass a massive following or is it to amass income from their following? Get the get the people who are going to spend their dollars. Exactly, exactly. You don't have to have a million followers in order to go make a six or seven figure income from your social media. You can make an extremely good income from a smaller following, but where you are having a like a fast turnover rate, right? Mm-hmm. So like you're bringing people into your business and they're they're buy hungry. They're actually buying your products. Um, they're raving fans of your products. Um, and so you can create that with a smaller following. So it just kind of goes back down to the goals. Like what do they want to do? Do they want to see income from it or do they want to amass social proof and a social media following and the and the hundreds of thousands? Yeah. You know, so. and social proof is is a thing. You know, oh, I was talking is. to my buddy who's a musician the other day. Yeah. And, you know, he was excited. You know, their social media numbers yeah. were growing. And he's yeah. like, well, you know, promoters, they look at that, you know, like yeah. how many Facebook likes or how many people are following them on Instagram. Yeah. And that's that's all important. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Especially when you go over to like getting sponsors. Um, but sponsors even are moving more towards the the range of how many people are buying from your following. Like if you have, let's say you have 50,000 followers on Instagram, Mm -hmm. a sponsor will look at that and say, okay, great. You have 50,000 followers. How many people would actually buy our product from your follower base though? Is it one? Is it two? Or is it 10,000? Yeah. So you can have a following that's 10,000 people and have higher paid sponsorships because all 10,000 people are buying versus somebody that has a $50,000 page where only maybe 100 or 200 people will buy. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. So it's more of the impact versus the influence. Mm-hmm. If that's kind of makes sense. Yeah, no, yeah, so, yeah. Yeah, it definitely does. You know, one of the things about having a following on Instagram, which we're not streaming on today or right yeah. now, but is if you have a, a certain amount of followers, you can mm-hmm. do there's features like, you know, swipe up. Yep. You know, you see yep. people do that. Yeah, yeah. And that's a big deal. Followers, yeah. And I've I've heard people complain like and I wish I could you know, do it on our KHEA <laughs> yeah. thing, but we don't have 10,000. We have like yeah. almost a thousand, you yeah. know, which is slowly, you know, it's getting there. Yeah. So, but yeah. I don't know. It's, it's, uh, it's all interesting things to learn and, and, yeah. know and realize. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's one of those things that it comes down to the consistency of it, but it comes down to like what you're posting. Mm-hmm. Like you can make, so working in the world of business coaching and the world of motivation, I can make a motivational post all day long and it may get 10, 20 likes, right? But if I go make an impactful post that creates an awe sense, like the one that I posted yesterday, um, and it was kind of sharing like where the whole today's day theme kind of came from, what those three words like really mean to me. And the opening line of it was why I didn't kill myself. And it was, and then it went through the story and that post in of itself got a hundred times more engagement than just a typical motivation post because everybody else is making that motivational post. Everybody else is um, talking about the kind of that surface level stuff. But the second you go past that surface level, you're creating more of an impact. Yeah. As an entrepreneur, and I mean, you as an entrepreneur, is it important for you to open up and, and show that side? It depends on the business that you're in. 
Um, I think if you're looking to create influence, to create a personal, authentic connection with your clients and with your following, yeah, absolutely it is. Because people want to connect with people that they know uh, both intimately uh, and authentically. And so if you're just maintaining that surface level, it's going to be harder to scale up on the social proof, on the social media following, because nobody really knows who you are. Yeah. Now, like if you have like a bakery like you don't want to go around sitting there and like telling all your like life stories. Now you can for sure once you've started to kind of amass a following and people are familiar with the products and you need more to talk about, absolutely share with your story because that will create a deeper understanding and a deeper relationship with your products, which will create triggers for people to actually buy your products more consistently. Mm -hmm. um, but it just kind of comes down to like, what business do you have? Um, who's your target client and what your, what your goals are on social media? Yeah. I found, you know, whenever I share like KHEA stuff from my yeah. personal social media, you know, it's it's hit or miss depending yeah. on on what it is. Yeah. But I actually had a conversation with Mary Bass about this, maybe not quite a year ago, but it was probably earlier yeah. this year. And she was just talking about, you know, being strategic and and uh, posting things that aren't related to your business, especially if you're trying yeah. to connect with somebody. Yeah. And so, like, you know, I'll share stuff that I I didn't share before, just like yeah. my family, a picture. Yeah. Or like even I, I shared a my son eating a taco yesterday, just like yeah. little things like that. Yeah. And so, you know, that will get a better response yeah. <laughs> usually than anything yeah. you post. Yeah. But th and, and again, that all goes into the analytics mm -hmm. of, of everything. And so it's, it's weird. Well, it, it doesn't necessarily go so much into the analytics side of it, but it goes more into the personal relationship side of it. Social media was created to create personal relationships within people on a massive level. Um, when we talk strictly business 24-7 on social media, people get bored of it. Yeah, they're, they're going to really swipe over it, it, maybe. Yeah, they're just going to be like, okay, whatever, 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 whatever. But when we start sharing our personal side to it, our personal story behind it, then people start connecting with it more. So when you do post those business things, you're like, whoa. Yeah, so, I got you. Yeah, yeah. Hey, Colton, with more. you're awesome. Thank you, Thank you for, for hanging <laughs> out with us today. Yeah. Again, is there anything else you'd like to share? Uh, not that I can think of other than, you know, get connected to me through social media, through Facebook, uh, and then ask about the Today's Today crew. Yeah. Sounds good. Yeah. Right now it is 1057. This is KHEA Radio, 99.5 FM. We kind of, we got that error. It's okay. Yeah, just, we're here. Did you end that, end that stream? Yeah. Okay. <laughs>